quickly before we get into the adventure proper. Of course, I want to thank Paizo for once again sponsoring our show here on their channel and producing this adventure of this entire game and having us here on their Twitch network. As well as our other partners, we got Norse Foundry, discount code that goes down the bottom of the screen for some real nice fancy metal, glass, gemstone, bone, dice. Uh, we have Ark and Forge, the map-making uh, slash virtual tabletop software. We're going to be going to frighteningly quickly here today. <laughs> <laughs> we have our friends over at Sirenscape, who, uh, thanks to the work of our technical assistant, Arcadis, we have a really cool custom sound set that he has put together for this. It is new and does not have an official one yet, but you made a really good one, and I like it. And our newest friends at Eldritch Foundry for the physical miniatures that hopefully will not again die immediately in today's mm. adventure. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. The realm of the Mammoth Lords. It's a region far up to the northwest of Avistan, where few stories have been told throughout the life of the Pathfinder game, be it first edition or second. There is not much detailed about this place, as if you would ask many closer to the inner sea itself, there is not much to tell. It is a harsh wasteland, a tundra of snow and ice, uh, roaming creatures of the country's namesake and nomadic peoples just trying to survive. There's a lot more to it than that. Here, we have a following called the Broken Tusks a relatively new group of nomads that have been around for five, maybe six generations of their own time. And among this family, we have a child. Very excitable. Hi! Four-year-old child named Aram. I'm so excited to be here. Who one day uh, was traveling through the fringes of the woods not far from their temporary encampment uh, with another member of her house, Bartham. Bartham, wait up! Boy of similar age striding well out ahead of her, a uh, knobbly stick in hand that he has uh, very kind of haphazardly, less whittled and more just kind of scraped to kind of a point. No, come on, hurry up. I don't want to wait. I, I don't understand why you're making so much noise. It makes them move. They hide. You we, can't see them if they don't hear you. We want to see them first, dummy. Well, then what do you see? Look, uh, show me something. There, anything. There, there, there looks like a little animal right over there in the brush, actually. He turns and looks. And in a bit of this scattered shrub, there is a small, well, relatively small, probably about a little under two feet long, tuft of white fur against the snow. Uh, along the ridge of its back, two kind of wide brown streaky patches going down much of its body. Uh, its head is very clearly turned your direction. Black eyes open at small little antlers. Cresting its brow. Arm freezes. Shh. Where? Shut up. <laughs> Look. 
Oh. Look at that. Oh, that looks awesome. What is it? It's your mom. <laughs> I'm gonna go tell Argola. And he don't, turns. Don't tell on me. And just takes off, sprinting back towards your camp. Arm sprints after him. It's not a far distance. You haven't wandered very far away. As you make it back to the outside of this uh, small little encampment, there's a group of four large communal tents of treated hides that have been stricken up around this central bonfire circle. Uh, your friend Barthen here, friend perhaps a strong word, uh, streaking into camp out ahead of you, running directly towards uh, another girl, maybe about 14, 15 years of age, with hair so pale purple, it looks almost gray, pulled into rolled, bla uh, rolled braids with red thread just down, framing the sides of her face. And as he's sprinting up, literally just waving his little arms, Erga! Erga! And he trips and falls on his face in the snow and picks back, back up completely undaunted and he just keeps running and shouting. D wait up! Barton, you don't even know what it is! The girl turns around, just clearly amused, uh, her angular face and pointed ears perked. Um, what, what is Barthen, Aro? We, we found a monster. Oh, and she <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks oh, over, uh, looks over to uh, another girl that was sitting with her that is whittling some arrow shafts. Uh, incredible resemblance between the two of them. Not exactly identical twins, but any just barely not, and they share a bit of a clear grin. And Argolith turns back around and gets down on her knees, puts her hands on her knees. What kind of monster did you find, Arum? Well, um, Barthin, it's a little demon. It has little demon horns. I can see them in a bush. I, it's like a little furry demon. I, I found it. Well, yeah, he kind. Yeah, I'll, we'll we'll go with that. And still smirk on her face. Oh, okay. It. How big was it? Oh, about um, two-ish feet. It had uh, ears and antlers and and white fur and this stripe around the back. And we were really quiet. And it had little black beady eyes. And I think it saw this one because he was making a lot of noise. As you're talking, Ergola looks back to her sister, who uh, cocks an eyebrow and shrugs. Wilpertinger? Argola nods. Probably. Here, Aram, go get the other kids from the Otter House. Oh, okay. Okay. If you found this, you can organize the hunt. <gasps> really? Um, Barthin. Oh, Dodge! Barthin's like, I found him! I found oh, him! I'm gonna go! And he just runs off somewhere. Bird! And the group of you, three of you at least, scattered throughout the, the camp, would probably hear Aram's shrill voice screaming <laughs> from near the bonfire. <sighs> well, as this is going on, you see a very small but very birdly-looking half-orc child lifting a small boulder. What is this noise you speak of? Ugh. Blah. 
I guess I'll see what's going on. You're a five-year-old kid just lifting in the corner. That's uh, that's fitting. As he grows, the boulder grows. That's how he gets stronger. (laughs) It's how how he's going to come into adulthood Mm -hmm. by just lifting larger and larger boulders as he goes. There's the adult rock. When you can lift that, you're legally on a full. Oh, that's the rite of passage, right? You have to get the full-size boulder. I'm all about my heritage. Just say it. But he, he is a little, uh, you know, maybe he sees himself as a bit bigger than this is. This long, green-skinned, half-orc child, tight black hair and braids on his head comes out towards uh, Aram. Uh, meanwhile, back at the tent of the Otter, one of the four houses of the following, uh, Barthin bursts in to find, I imagine, at least one of you probably in there. Probably both. But I'm, I'm in there, yeah. <laughs> And he looks. <sighs> Argo says I had to bring you go on a hunt. Do do I have to go? Just with come you? on! We found a demon. It's like a demon rat. It's white and it's got big horns. Verja, Verja, he's not lying. We did find whatever it was he said, and oh, we get to hunt it. I already got them. Go find Ozash. But I'm looking for Verja. So I get to hit it with the stick. Duh. We get to it first. First, he turns around and runs back up towards her. Following. No, wait, don't. I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna follow. As the group of you uh, make your way back out uh, towards your teenage guides, Mason 1971, Aram. He got to survive (laughs) from the chat (laughs) with our first of the hero point cards coming out here. Make way! Is that actually what it's called? Coming through. Ah. And then my chat has been very broken, but I got it working now. Uh, Apparently, I also have two (sighs) from Link1429 and Blade Tiger. I did not see your messages, but I got chat working now, so that's good. I have... Oh, that's going to be awesome. Fluid motion. Oh, jeez. And channel life force. So you have reroll. No, no, like Ooh. we're gonna be fighting a mammoth or something. It'll it's cast gonna, heal on it's itself. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> We've almost got it down. And full restore. Whoosh. <laughs> no. But as the group of you come and gather around Ergola. Uh, she stands up and turns back to her sister. I'm going to go see about the Wolpertinger Panwaku. <laughs> and she just shrugs. Oh, yeah, of course. Any reason to not carve arrow shafts? And Ergola <laughs> turns back and just sort of shrugs. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I have to shepherd the kids. Make sure they're safe. <laughs> a a Wolpa uh, Come on, children. A Wolpa water? A hit a sticker. A, a what? No. Stick hit. And she's got the the four of you kind of following uh, along behind her. What? Does she have the leashes? (laughs) (laughs) Kid leashes with a group of you? Uh, She doesn't. And she also doesn't really stop to grab any real weapons or anything. Uh, Now, it sounds like what you found out there is a Wolpertinger. What's that? It is no demon, but it is um, like a rep bird. They are rare creatures, and they are said to contain the essence of the god's luck in their feet, blessed by Sister Cinder herself. Oh, well then we shouldn't kill it. How are we going to get the feet if we don't kill it? They are very uh, fickle. 
and tricksy creatures. It could be a good test to catch one. Well, uh, we should set a trap. Where did you find it? And uh, Barthen just kind of points, over here, I found it over here, come on. And uh, just takes off again, this child of unstoppable energy. I'm pretty sure he's going the wrong way, but if you follow the footprints, you can actually see where we really did Running out at least towards the tree line and uh, some small degree of confusion later, you do end up uh, crouched in some bushes, not far, uh, maybe 30 yards out from where you'd seen it. And uh, Ergola takes a look. It looks like it is not yet fully grown. Uh, you see it rests in the bushes there. It uses them for cover to conceal itself. It does not look like a nest. I don't see any other signs of them nearby. It could perhaps be one who has gotten lost. Can we name it? <laughs> and Barthen uh, just shrugs. Okay, name it. We're going to eat it and take its feet. They're lucky. Can we take Barthen's feet? Are those lucky? Lucky for me. I'm be faster than you. About the only person they're lucky for. That's <laughs> 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 this flower. What's this flower? Um, this. <laughs> this is uh, just a simple white fl- wildflower. I I think, or I, I don't know. You could ask Karik. I don't study much of. Look, if we're going to want to catch a Wolpertinger with a group of you without it getting away, they're very fast, startled. I can be fast. Not faster than a Wolpertinger. You don't know. You're going to have to work together. Okay. You're going to have to come up with a plan. Okay. I've I've got a plan. So if if you wanted to catch this before it could escape further into the brush, lost to the trees, what is the first thing you would do? Well... Guys, I, th- I think we should surround it. It is wise. Cut off avenues of escape. Ensure that it has nowhere to easily run away from you. That the area around is your arena. And that you yourselves form the trap. And as she's uh, talking, the brush around you, the trees around you, start to kind of grow and darken, thickening and aging. Uh, as a scene transforms before you from a group of children just gathered on the outskirts of some bushes around a Wolpertinger to much the same party in a dense set of underbrush not far from the edge of a cliff. Uh, It's... Early in the afternoon, the sun is past its zenith, but not by much, and the bright light streaking down from overhead illuminates the moose standing in the clearing some 40 feet away. There's another member of your group now, but otherwise, the makeup is unchanged. You are joined by... And what? Hanwi, uh, a uh, uh, small, uh, short uh, Kaled maiden, apparently. Uh, entirely normal in appearance. 
uh, aside from uh, normal's the first thing I look at yeah, when I look at Hanwei. To totally normal. Uh, aside from uh, the uh, strange uh, silver hair and uh, silver tattoos all over her body, um, found in the forest, uh, claims she came from the moon. Who would have thought? Gosh, she's pretty. And Aram. But who seems to know an awful lot about how nature works. Aram, no longer the toddler, excited and streaking through the trees for his Wolpertinger hunt here, uh, is now much elder, some 19 summers of age. And how does he look? What do we see here? You see a, a young uh, human uh, male uh, hair braided tightly back into a bun, um, wearing uh, a medallion uh, around his neck. The only ornamentation you see, uh, a bow slung across uh, his shoulders, but half pulled, and a large long sword um, out of place uh, in this tundra uh, environment. Uh, crouched low, uh, wearing animal furs. And uh, Ergola, as she continues, her long and pointed ears at sharp contrast with her much softer eyes now as she is aged into adulthood. Uh, one of the two half-elven elven daughters of the Otter House Lord that you've known much of your life. Her normally very lithe and slender frame is keeled forward as she is down on both knees, just as she had been talking to you so many years ago, but weighed down by seasons of carrying her child. Uh, her advanced pregnancy is very apparent uh, under her pale purple fur-lined wormhide armor, and though her child's birth looms nigh, she has not forsaken her role as the following's head scout points out to the edges of the brush you currently conceal yourself with about the uh, uh, around this clearing where this moose stands. I would collect some of these sharp branches, uh, hone them to points, scatter them around these likely avenues the moose would use to escape from this cliffside here. If it attempts to stampede, though its hooves are thick, uh, their undersides are softer than they appear especially uh, when presented with weaponized traps such as these. As you say, sister. Amka, what are your thoughts? And oh. what do we see of Amka now? We see uh, a girl, a woman, with horns about two foot in length, growing straight from the top of her head, twirled. Her hair is long and braided. It comes down normally over her shoulder. And it, at her waist is legs that turn into cloven feet. She is wearing very little in the way of any protective hiding, but is thick cloth as if she's always cold. And she does have a unique odor that most can smell, so she tries to hide it with earthy herbs from the round, but she's always a faint smell of brimstone following her about. Well, I can speak from experience. Hooves are very soft from undersides. Oh, this flower. I found it. It is good for the child. Chew on it. Thank you. 
like in a moment perhaps, but focus for now. A, uh, though a distraction could be a fine idea, uh, if the moose's attention is focused elsewhere, one of you, if you've been practicing your hunt calls, imitating a cow in distress, uh, he would become defensive, less likely to bolt, perhaps more dangerous, uh, but less focused on his targets, uh, less likely to engage us directly. And she uh, is sort of breathing a little heavily after the journey out here, which while normally would not even register to Ergola, given her current condition is much more exertion than usual. One thing is certain, we must not startle him. Uh, if we do, and he charges the group of us directly, our only recourse is to run. And uh, Barthen is still here as well. Now a very tall and well-built Caleb boy. He's always had a very striking face. He didn't grow into it. You mean a face so I want to strike? A strikeable face. So much as a yep. child, but as he's aged, his dark hair pulled back into a thick, single braid. You keep his striking eyes, truly impressive, always on display. One gold like the rising sun, and one a muted, almost reddish brown, like setting dusk. Uh, what armor he wears is a panoply of trophies now from his favorite hunts, but he always ensures that he never wears so much as to obscure the toned and built muscle that he carries and always shows with such pride. Even now, his mouth, his mouth kind of skewed in the dismissive sneer, his impatience obvious in his mismatched eyes. Why don't we just rush him? There's five of us. Sure, if you want to die, that's one way to quickly die. I'm not even counting you, Amka. You know, Barthen, I think that's a great idea. I think you should rush him. Look, the thing's bigger than me, but it's not bigger. We're supposed to be hunters. He's got now a uh, well-carved spear uh, set with a stone-pointed uh, triangular barb at its tip. Just kind of gestures towards the mooses. Argola just rolls her eyes. This animal is our superior in strength, size, and speed. Before we strike, we must take every advantage. Now, you all know that you were out here from a very clear request from Sven, the grandfather of the tribe, leader of Falcon House, and at this point, largely the de facto leader of the whole following. Hunt down and bring back a meal worthy of the upcoming night of the Green Moon, a festival that you all will have experienced every year of the lives of the Broken Tusks, marking the end of winter and heralding in a new spring, a new dawn of plenty and joy. Um, Ergola turns now to Verja, who is a full-grown man now. What do we see here? Rather than the taller and more fully built out members of the group, a little more on the average for height and build. But he makes up for that in um, brute force. <laughs> um, the weapon that he has, no, no, not nearly as finely crafted as this spear or as this bow, 
more so the jawbone of a large beast fashioned into a large cutting implement of sorts. Not terribly long, but hefty, heavy, having to be wielded in two hands. More of a smashing device. More smashing and sword. ripping through than anything else. And um, looking a bit concerned with the, um, with Barthi, how do you say it again? Barthen. Barthen. With Barthen. I'm going to throw a lot of names at you here. We got yeah, a big following. Looking more concerned with Barthen's idea on let's just rush it because he's strong and knows this is way stronger. <laughs> and as you're looking out at it, this moose is just the idly chomping some bits of thawed grass here as the uh, frost of the winters have begun to start to give way in the afternoons, uh, freeing some of this. It's just chomping away, having a good old time. No idea anything or as horrible is about to happen to, well, somebody. <laughs> Hopefully somebody. the moose and not any of you. Maybe Barthon. Maybe Barthon. We'll, we'll <laughs> He'll probably be fine. <laughs> He'll be fine. We could, um, I, I could take some of those branches to uh, the path behind it. I could try to imitate the call. We've been practicing at least a little bit. If you can make this sound to a distressed cow to pull his attention and somebody else <laughs> can cast a stone or something to the other underbrush over there. I'll take care of that. was an aggressor, his focus will be split. You uh, won't be sure where to turn his attention. He won't know which way to look, which way to focus until we are already upon him. Again, we have to ensure that we are ready before we pounce. We cannot be allowed to charge. Um, Aram, here, uh, and uh, magic will swirl about her when conceal your presence, and uh, your scent vanishes. Burns the name of the spirit. He can't charge everyone. Look, there's six people here. Just throw Amka out in front while he's distracted. She's small. She'll get out of the way. We set on him. It's easy. He comes to us. I don't like being put as the bait. Why don't you be the bait? You have the spear. Yeah, exactly. So I've got he, stuff to do. When he what are you going to do? You, you brace the spear and he charges into the spear. You see how thick this is and how big the moose is, Amka? I don't think it's gonna hold up to a, a bull charge. It sounds like he's afraid. So I'm not sounds afraid. Like we shouldn't let it charge. Verja, Ozash, you mm. keep an eye on the girls. I'm gonna go around and prepare to distract and his attention. And what do we see of Ozash now? You see a very, very large half-orc man with long black threaded hair as well as his beard with very interesting runic beads weaved in between them. They seem a little arcane, as you see, is uh, what is normally known as. Uh, very well built. Um, he has a very large, hefty shield that is made of both what looks like pieces of tusk from animals as well as the thick leather and hides from many, many animals that are around and a very sharp but rigged axe made of stone, teeth, and bone. And he has very interesting uh, uh, bones and uh, trinkets hanging off of his cloak and his belt. And he just slowly gets up. And looks at Artem. 
you see, I, I, I've placed myself as the emergency uh, brute force, as you know. So I will hold the, I will hold the moose in case things go. Uh, Has he lifted the rock of adulthood, though? I lifted the boulders <laughs> of adulthood twice now. Thank you very much. You just make sure that Barfon doesn't get the girls hurt. Verja. So it's okay if he doesn't, if he it's gets the hurt. Prologue, the girl, the it's the are... longest he'll hold on to this. <laughs> Var save the whales. Oh, There's boy. a card for you here. So uh, if you want to bring us into the Arkin Forge map here. Fucking roll. I'm not even actually here to hunt. I'm here to make sure none of you get hurt. I know. very good at it. And offering prayers to Sister Cinder for her guidance and protection. To do nothing. To do nothing. You do nothing. Um, Okay, you're going to do great. We can all pray to Sister Cinder. It doesn't take any special power. If you do a really good job on this hunt, I have to do nothing. But as you arrange yourselves, you are in this first bit of underbrush here. Um, You feel that... You would be able, as the moose is, is kind of near this cliffside and turned away from you, to move to this brush to the east, as far as this brush to the east, fairly easily. It yeah. wouldn't require any kind of a stealth check as long as you do it slowly and carefully. Um, so however you want to begin to arrange yourselves to prepare this ambush. There's no snow cover here, right? So. Uh, there is basically none. It is okay. it is the end of winter. The the ice is thawing. Its grass is exposed, and you have traveled uh, back down uh, to the far end of your migratory route. You follow throughout the year the paths of these roaming packs of mammoths that are so much of the Broken Tusk's livelihood, and they traverse back down southwest in the spring, uh, down to the warmer, the more temperate climates as the ice begins to thaw. So yeah, there is no, like, there's not inches of snow on the ground here or anything. And we can be anywhere in these, like, two bushes. Anywhere in these, like, two bushes down in the uh, the southwest, you can move yourself around. Before we... And before we do anything, because why not start at three? Chef ZJSA, daring attempt. Chad's bloodthirsty. Not a thing you uh, want a moose to do, really. Uh, and before we all split up, I'm going to pull out yeah. a little thing for my pack. That before we split up, for protection, I made it with the ashes from the bonfire back home, and she just kind of rubs a little bit of ointment on each of your back of your hands. Thanks, they have Andrea. blessings. I prayed over them all night. Don't eat it again, Verja. Tastes like roots. Stop eating it. If you want to put uh, Barth in, I made him a bugbear because it's (laughs) ugly looking. Um, He can go over there. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? We put him in front of the bush. Kind of near the. (laughs) Oh no! He can go near the front of the. (laughs) (laughs) With his spear in hand, ready for action. Uh, So as this moose has not noticed you, once you start to try to get its attention with some of these things. Uh, you're going to have but moments to try to engineer your attack here. What do you want to do? I guess we'll just go around the table. Umka, what do you want to try to do anything as they begin to head for this moose? I'm not really experienced can, in this. I don't really know what to do. A weep has given you, or uh, given you several ideas, and you can either uh, you can choose later if you want to help somebody else do something as well. Uh, attempting to cast some sharpened branches in the likely avenues of escape the moose might use, 
uh, trying to imitate this cow moose distress call or literally just throwing a rock <laughs> or anything else you could think to do as well. It, it's, you know, it doesn't have to be. Those are just Ergola's suggestions. Um, or you can wait to try to aid somebody I'll, else. With I'll wait. Thing. So how about you then, Verja? Uh, lore hunting to try and imitate the <clears throat> call to make it focus on the bush directly across this clearing so it comes potentially closer to us. Okay, that is absolutely a thing that would make sense for lore hunting. Um, Could also use survival. Up to you, really. I will absolutely just let you use lore hunting for that. So you're going to try to make the cow call. Mm -hmm. Um, Aram. Aram, avoiding notice, is going to uh, attempt to get up around it to throw the rock uh, to distract it so that they can make the first strike against it while it's not looking in their direction. Okay. So you want to be like right there? Yeah. Um, Barthin is up at the front down low with his spear just like inching forward just just ready to go. He doesn't look like he's interested in aiding in any of these mm-hmm. uh, diversions Does, here. Do you want to be in that bush or this bush? Doesn't matter to him. He just wants to hit the moose now. Um, Fair enough. But as physically close as he can be. Yeah, as physically close as he can be, yeah. Well, with my knowledge of uh, how the wildlife functions, I'm going to try and study its movements and then block its path as soon as it moves. So I will use my knowledge of nature and to it. Okay, try to, to stop it from uh, escaping or getting into a charge. Uh, exactly. Almost putting yourself as a target in the way. Fair enough. Uh, and Hanwi? Um, so is Ojas... Ozash setting himself up uh, here, or is he going to try to be at one of the... He's going to set himself up here. So uh, Hanwi is going to actually um, be taking these pointed branches and scattering them um, in uh, off to the side. And in fact, um, yeah, she'll start with covering the escape path over here, and she'll actually try to save some to put in front of Ozash. Because, uh, yeah... If it charges you, we can use this to slow it down when it hits it. Seems like a good idea. Right. So we'll start, I suppose, everyone in position. Ergola nods to you and kind of hunkers down at the back of this bush, um, watching as you use your lore hunting to attempt to make a cow moose call. And then give me your best cow moose call, my friend. Moo. (laughs) I'm convinced. Uh, Yeah, that sounds good to me. Do you want to roll it? You will know immediately. Oh. Fair enough. Because he's either going to be confused or he's going to be pissed. I'm just praying. Or Roman. Oh my God! We started That's a off. Damn good moose call. The man the to best is rob the moose calls. Call. That's a twenty-four. Do this, do this call. <laughs> Moo. <laughs> It is a very sexy moose call. It's a very distracting and distressed moose call. And as you do, you see this moose turn around and immediately look, look out your direction and kind of lower its head, uh, almost sort of like curiously stalking towards the bush, confused why it does not see a fine cow appearing before it here. Licks its hoof. (laughs) (laughs) Slicks its antlers back. (laughs) It's clearly interested. And uh, at that, uh, Aram, if you want to make me uh, probably thievery to attempt to try and make the sound appear to come from over there rather than, you know, you. I got a good rock to not hit any of the brush around where you currently are. I got a finagle. 
That is a two. <laughs> you don't have any decks? Oh, no, the, the, on the die. Oh. What's your total? That is a five. Uh, with a five, uh, that's that's not going to critically fail, uh, but it is, I would say, very distracted by the cow's, cow moose call. At this point, as it looks over, Barthen, spear in hand, lights up. It's like, oh, finally, and gets ready to charge. Oh, and there, as expected, my friends, we're gonna roll some initiative. Woo. It's Ooh. Barthen's going. And despite it being lower, I'm gonna use lore hunting for the roll because you can absolutely use time. lore hunting to the roll for, uh, for sure. Hmm. And uh, Ozosh, as you are attempting to kind of make yourself big and. Uh, distracting as well. I would let you use nature or survival for initiative if you wanted to. I mean, it's the same either way. Fair enough. So, Amka. Look big. What are you talking about? Ten. 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 Put you probably just a little bit over here. Verja. Sixteen. Sixteen. Aram. Uh, It's going to be a eighteen. Eighteen. Hanwi. Hanwi has a fifteen. Got a nice little line here. Ozosh. It's what you say, a dirty 20. Oh, got a nice little black Amka at the bottom. Amka's hanging out, just ready for action. Um, <laughs> Barthen, let's get Moose first. Moose is going to also get an 18. That sounds like that a, is a terrifying, that is a terrifying moose. Moose horrifying is, is lore accurate, I suppose. That fits. And uh, so Moose at an 18, distracted as it is, Barthen is going to get a 21. Oh, my God. He's Makes so ready. Oh, geez. Turn the, happy the, turn the happy face upside down. Barthen is ready <laughs> for action. Uh, so as he charges out from the underbrush, Ozosh emerges to attempt to be a distraction. So uh, and you are going to cast these thorny branches in front of Ozash. And these are kind of a thing that are going together. So with nature or survival, uh, okay. one of you assist the other one. Let's say you're probably assisting Ozash, I would imagine, with your branches here, Hanway, if you want okay. to roll yours first. Uh, survival? Uh, that's a 15. So um, for this, as this is very much like a, a team effort, mm-hmm. that will certainly still help you out. You will get a plus one, even Ooh. if that's the normal DC 20. Uh... Doing a nature, that's going to be, and you said plus one. Uh, that is going to be 12. Uh, with a 12 <laughs> is exactly the DC. So yes. level one. one by plus one. your yeah. powers combined. Um, you get enough out of the way that as Barthen bursts from the underbrush and this moose goes to charge in, you are going to see him hit on some of these sharp branches and as they penetrate into the soft spaces around and under his hoof, uh, he will physically flinch and uh, almost be limping uh, with one foreleg up as he comes to engage and Barthen is going in. Barthen's ready for action. He is going to charge directly into this moose as it's confused, horny, and in pain. <laughs> I assume Such is life. As you are, you know. He's getting to, like, it, not 10 feet away. He is a short spear. It's not actually a reach spear. Oh, Charges geez. directly into the moose 
And as he goes, putting all of his weight up into his shoulder, casting forward, the moose throws its head down and Kills him. scoops him with its antlers <laughs> because it's definitely ready and still is going to have a reaction on turn one. Just um, throws him over it. And is, is literally going to attempt to toss him <laughs> like it's a big hole snow shovel. Woof. Please. Please tell off. me that was a high number. Off the cliff. <laughs> I think it somebody. is going to critically succeed. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Yes. Bye, Barthen. I don't know if I want him to oh, die. No. Um, Barthen is unconscious on the backside of the moose. <laughs> on the backside yes. of the moose. He took it for us. Is just you see the antlers pick his body up and just effortlessly fling him head over heels as he like lands right on his neck and shoulders behind it and just kind of crumples onto the frozen ground unconscious immediately. Oh, that was not a pleasant sound at all. A uh, bit of a crunch and the moose turns his attention, furious and confused, still kind of split between the bushes where he emerged and the bushes where our, um, the uh, rock was thrown and the cow noise. Uh, puffing out its its chest as it rises up on three legs, head up, looking down its nose in like almost this territorial display of dominance. Uh, Ozash. Jeez, that is a very scary moose. <laughs> He's a big lad. Yeah. But you know who else this beat goes with? Me. Don't think you're bigger. So I'm going to... Uh, Token for moose? Oh, here is a large animal. That's a large animal. Oh, I like am a moose. Going if to, I squint, it's a moose. I'm going to move up 15 feet. The shield at the ready. I already flipped Barthorn, so you're good there. Yeah. <laughs> so shield at the ready. Make it, and he's pounding his axe up against the shield. Like, look at me. Come, come, come towards me. You got a... You have an action left. Um... Yeah, I'm just, I don't think it's going to be absolutely necessary, but considering I just watched Barton get flipped over, uh, he's going to, as he's, you know, getting the moose's attention, he's going to uh, <laughs> mutter a spell under his breath. Come, come at me. Skiltroth, shield. <laughs> shield on top of shield. <laughs> You're aware as a player they don't stack, right? Just to be sure. Yes. But you have two of shields. <laughs> you can break one. You can break one of it's them. It's true. You can break one and still have the other one. That's fair. They actually, I guess, do stack for blocking purposes and then they don't get destroyed. You see, I am a smart athlete. As you it move says so up. on my sheet. As you move up and bark out, you have an arcane shield and a physical shield up in front of this moose. Um, it throws its head down towards you, but not swinging its antlers, not immediately attacking, uh, actually. It is going to, like, let out this bellowing cry directly in your face. Um, just this undulating moose roar. We had our cow moose call. This is big, angry man bull moose call. Uh, and okay. it's actually going to attempt to intimidate you as it thinks I'm it's fighting for a woman here. <laughs> fair fair enough. Uh, what, this is against a will DC. So that'll be 15. I'm super intimidated. Um, it's going to be a 28. 
Okay, it is Doesn't a lot bigger than I thought. <laughs> for not sharing a language. 24, but not it's a, a nat 20. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so you are frightened too, as this thing looms over you, you know. You, you understandably, <laughs> perhaps. Uh, oh boy. Oh, it's a not bigger. Okay, now it's the time. A little it's, help would be nice. It's, it's pretty large. Uh, and it is going to wheel around uh, in place, uh, kind of trying, kicking this one leg out, clearly in pain from these thorns, these pointed branches that it stepped into uh, before it wheels around and just flings its antlers at you broadside. Shield. Yeah, you have your shield. <laughs> Minus two plus one. And it's uh, going to be a 30. I'm definitely popping my magic shield. That's fair. Because <laughs> uh, that is just gone. And then uh, he's putting all his weight into his shield, even putting the axe behind it to just hold off as much as he can with it. And as this thing slams into you here, uh, just absolutely shattering through your magical shield, that's going to reduce the damage you take by five, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. The magic shield, yes. And then... Uh, it's exactly 10 over, so it critically succeeds. Does it doesn't break my other shield, I would suppose? Well, you can't actually block with both, so you still have the other shield raised okay. for defense, and it's not going to take any damage, but you're going to take five less as it obliterates your uh, magical shield. Okay, just making sure I read that correctly. Um, the good news is you block with the arcane shield because this would instantly destroy your shield. Yeah. yeah. It is going to crit you for 20, which is going to be 15 after the reduction from your arcane shield. So after he takes this, you know, smash, like just the pure weight and size of this thing, it just nearly crushes and buckles on me. Even though Ozosh is a very large man himself, he's you quite got a bit of force. bull moose towering <laughs> over moose. you. You see why I was scared. Um, <laughs> you see, you see quite a bit of like blood just running down his face. <clears throat> oh my gosh! Then it's gonna slam oh. into you. And then as it like broadsides you, it's gonna pull its head back and just slam its forehead down into the ground at you. For a 17 to hit. He, with that second hit, he sees it coming and he puts the remaining bit of his strength and weight into it just to block it and bear it off. <sighs> Again, a little help would be nice. Arm. I said we brace and let it charge us, not charge it and get hit. You don't want to let it charge you. It'd be way worse if it charged you. Let's walk up to and get hit twice. Arm. All right. I got you. Uh, hunt prey. That is the prey. Yep. All right. Uh, Target acquired. And then... um. As it's knocking its head this way, it'll expose its jugular to me, and he's going to use hunted shot and plink two arrows at this thing off in quick succession. No, it doesn't make any attempt to dodge these. It hasn't put any focus towards you. It is still like really fixated on this cow moose call and isn't sure exactly where it's supposed to be looking. It is flat-footed and clumsy one um, from your ambush. That's a nat 20. Woof. First arrow is going to absolutely bury itself in the side of Moose's neck. What a shame it's an arrow. And for the second one, uh, I'm a flurry ranger, so that's going to be at minus three. 
That's good because this moose is. Uh, it's at not going to do much. Uh, it's a five on the die. Probably not, though. No. Uh, but one solid leading arrow. Are bows dead? Bows are deadly mm-hmm. D8. Deadly D8? Cool. Uh, so the uh, blue one is going to be the deadly. Okay. Nice. Uh, so that's going to be an eight on the non-deadly one. So 16. Uh, so 16, uh, 17 points of piercing. Nice. Pretty good. And uh, for my uh, final action, I will attempt to uh, hide. Finally smart. <laughs> Duck back into the bushes. Attempt. Attempt is the, the main word in that sentence. 13? <laughs> well, Arm ducks into cover. <laughs> Verja. How is the moose looking? I would imagine pretty fine. I don't want to talk about how much health the moose has. Hit it till the moose stops, stops yeah. moving. So this is definitely a um, hit it till it stops breathing scenario. You are hunting. Yeah. And it's very angry. And at least going to be a little bit intelligent about this. And um, the moose call is going to end. As instead, it gets replaced with a barbarian coming out of the bush to flank later for now, just working that way. Okay. Don't, not enough movement. As I rush out... <sighs> and rage before swinging at its uh, leg that it's limping on. And even as it sees you come out from what its call came from, its attention is still like fixated on that section of the bush where it heard the call coming from. Because that couldn't have come from you. This is a guy. This isn't a beautiful cow. (laughs) (laughs) A beautiful man. That's a beautiful man. (laughs) That will be a 16. 16, since it is flat-footed and clumsy from the distraction, will hit. And that will deal... 15 damage. Solid. D12 is a hell of a thing. D12 is a hell of a drug. You get a big hit in there, and between Aram's great arrow and your uh, pretty hefty swing here, uh, the moose actually staggers a bit, a little off balance from not wanting to put pressure down this one leg as it snaps it down to the ground, still kind of wincing, uh, snorting and turning its head between Ozosh and Virgin, not really sure who to destroy. Uh, Hanwi. Hanwi. Uh, so I'm going to uh, keep in cover here, and uh, I'm going Smart. to make a movement this way. Um, let's see here. That's going to be 10, 15, 20, 25. And I think uh, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, I can do it. Um, and then... Uh, moonshine on you, and uh, light will kind of shine down on both Ozosh and on um, Varja, and uh, each of you get guidance, so plus okay. one on your next attack, skill check, save. It's probably those three things. All of it. That sounds right. Attack, Perception skill check. check. Perception, Perception check. Perception check. All of the things. All of the and things. And saving throw, yeah. Alrighty. I'll take it. Any dice we roll towards an enemy. <clears throat> so, uh, Amka. I can't move over there. Okay. All right, let's go. I'm gonna move 5, 15, 20, 25. I think that's 25. That's good to me. Sister Cinder Protect. 
Just and I'm gonna cast Forbidding Forbidding Ward, targeting the moose and the guy who just got hit for a bunch. Fair enough. So as you you just see a rune flash up in front of you that you clearly can read as protect, and it just stays no matter how you move between you and the moose. Oh, much appreciated. Plus Thank one you. to your plus one status to your AC. Oh, thank you. <sighs> Don't die over there, please. Well, he is uh, definitely, you know, eating some dirt. He's having a good time. Just, you know, vibing. How's it's cool. He's not plot relevant or anything. See, um, see, see looking okay. <laughs> he looks unconscious. He, as he hit, he kind of <clears throat> got dropped on his head. He's not visibly, like, bloodied literally at all. He just looks... Knock the hell out in the dirt. If he got hit on his head, that's uh, the least vulnerable part of it. Yeah, <laughs> just in the top of the spinal column. That's where you want to get hit. Yeah, um, it's so, no big deal. So oh, it's With a neck like his, yeah. That's fair. <sighs> this moose hits pretty hard. Maybe I can hit it almost as hard, maybe harder. And then as he winds back his axe for a swing, you see heat start emanating off of it as he mutters the words, Samoy hiti and his axe blade ignites as he does produce flame with the swing of his axe. Spell strike, produce flame. All right, hit him with the spicy. Hit him with the extra spice. Still flat-footed and clumsy. So, I'm still feared one, plus the- You're still feared two. <laughs> oh, I'm still feared two, <laughs> so the guidance one negates one of it, so. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be, uh, 21? Math. Math, new character sheet. Magus. Uh, 21. 21's definitely gonna hit. Hey, hitting is all that matters. D8 for my axe and a D4 for my fire. Oh, sorry. Uh, that is going to be, is that a one? That's yeah. a one. That's a one and a four. So that's one slashing damage, or I'm sorry, five slashing damage and four fire damage. So nine all together. Pretty slim as your inbound fighter at too, doesn't it? Into your into your uh, fire damage and strength so, to your slashing damage. So eight points of fire damage and yep. five points of oh, slashing. Yeah, that's correct. I forgot about that. You can tell yep. he wants us not to die. And then yes, uh, <laughs> he's reminding us. Spell Still modifier. But anyway, um, but he's not done yet. As he, you know, you see the axe blade cut into the moose's chest and like burn away at bits of of its fur. You know, and it's a big hit as the fire kind of blasts yep. through this thing's body, oh, yeah. even as large as it he, is. He follows it up, and you see his the leather on his shield start to sparkle and glow a little bit, and he shouts out, Skidro Hogva! And then he's going to immediately use his focus spell, Shielding Strike, and he's going to shield boss it. Okay. Swinging again. So you're at a minus... Five. Spell strike counts as two for your multiple attack penalties. Yep. So you're at a minus ten. Mm -hmm. That's it. I only attack him. Spell strikes two. So you're oh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Uh, I rolled a two on the die. So he's going to try and sh shelf with the shield boss, but he just overshoots it a little bit, maybe because of the blood in his eye from earlier. <laughs> but you've got the shield. But, but it's okay because he is immediately recoils it back as if it, the magic is guiding him and puts it right back in front of him. Alrighty. Autopilot shield. And Autopilot shield. so if you got Forbidding Word up on Ozesh. That is. What does that do? Plus, Plus one, one status. Plus one status. So it'll counter his sprite one. <laughs> okay. So, fair Minus enough. 5% crit chance is what um, that is. Moose, again, as he has his head slammed down the ground as he pulls it up, is going to flip it uh, up towards Ozash, almost swinging these antlers again like just a bucket, but rather than to flip you, just punching outward uh, with these huge 
growths of well, I don't know what an antler is made of. It's not bone, is it? It is bone. It is, it is basically bone. Pretty much bone. Yeah. Fair enough. So the same stuff as your fingernails. As your fingernails. Cartilage. Karen. Keratin. Keratin. Um, and it is going to swipe for a twenty-one. Ah. Shields up. It shields up. And protection rune is that's yeah, that's exact it. Yeah. You want to block it? I'm definitely blocking it. Block good. Blocking very good. All right, so what's your shield hardness? Uh, five. Okay, so that's going to negate. Five. Okay, it's, yeah. if it's a steel shield, or steel shield, then yeah. Yes, steel um, Then shield. that is going to fully negate the die, so you are just going to take seven points and of damage. Unfortunately, this headbutt, for lack of a better term, hits him right, you know, right in the, his opening and just knocks Ozosh down and he's just out. And as Ozosh flips the uh, moose, kind of now have very much in fight for its life mode, slamming that other four leg down regardless of the spikes, um, wheeling away actually from Verja before it lifts up both of its hind legs and just boots backwards with both hooves directly towards you. Um, it is at a minus a lot because you're fully <clears throat> behind it and it's a second attack. Uh, so only a 23. It'll hit. And you are going to catch big boots for 18 points of bludgeoning damage. And then it is just going to bellow out into the brush towards Amka there as the uh, closest thing that it can see coming out towards it. It doesn't really know what to make of you. You look kind of like a tiny moose person with your little horns. Oh, no. Um, and it is <laughs> going to bellow out another intimidate to this contender it sees approaching here. That cow in the brush is mine. And it is going... <laughs> To be a uh, very daring attempt here in its final moments, perhaps, Ooh. as it's gravely wounded. Did it move at all? Uh, no. Okay. No, it, it, it just moved. Kind of pivoted. It moved. Ah. Making it, you know, actually trained and intimidate. It can oh. oh. Interesting. So it just gets even better. Huh. So, with a train bonus, with its level, it's going to, and it doesn't, it's not speaking a language. Uh, it's going to be 17. This is your will, DC. Hey, oh, hey. I'm good. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't want any. <laughs> <laughs> What's your will save? 19. What a chance. Oh, you guys I'm a cleric. Yeah, what are you talking about? Cleric. That's true. You just, Plus you see the throes of a gravely injured, extremely confused, very aroused animal. I, um, I, I flinch and go, wait, no, it's over there. It's fine. It's not over here yet. It's not charging. <sighs> That's um, what I thought it was going to do. And it starts, it starts to, but like it's, every time it, it, it hits with that leg, it kind of buckles a little bit where those thorns are deeply embedded. It doesn't look like it can. Um, job, given its injuries. Aram. Aram, uh, seeing that uh, the prey uh, is very badly injured and possibly uh, one more shot could uh, finish it off, uh, will aim carefully and again take two quick shots, uh, trying to hit for right between its eyes since it's pointed right at him. Still flat-footed and clumsy. 
Uh, that's going to be uh, 15. That's exactly flat-footed and clumsy. Hmm. Um, good thing you got both. <laughs> and then at minus three. Uh, again, uh, 15. All right. Two arrows, two shots directly into the front of this moose as it's facing you. Uh, that'll do uh, eight points of piercing. We're both together? Oh, because it's hunted shot. It puts them together, yeah. right? And it stumbles. It stumbles and its legs buckle and falters a bit, but it's still up. Sister Cinder, protect. Last arrow. One more. Minus, Minus six. six. You never know. Believe. Pincushion it. Uh, that is a seven. That's 13. Uh, last one's just going to hit the antlers and kind of flake. You have an action left still, don't you? Yeah, um, which I will use to hide. <laughs> <That's fair>. <laughs> no. <laughs> there are old Thank hunters you. and bold hunters. <laughs> no old bold hunters. Hey, guys, that's going to be a 22. All right, crouch down in the brush there, um, playing the living game. Verja, <laughs> taking a big boot, but still yeah. going. I'm not down. And that'll be a 16 to take one swing at its exposed flank. 17. 17 with guidance. 17 definitely hits it. Nice. Four, 16 damage. <laughs> Verja. As I cleave one of those rear legs off. What happens? Did you? Yeah, it's got weakened. Which leg is weakened? Uh, it's a foreleg that's that's got like the thorns stuck in it. Okay. But it's just like he doesn't want to put pressure on it, and it's, he's having a hard time using it well. So he kicked out with both, and before he can get his his leg back down and braced, I cleave at the ankle and take the leg out from under it, breaking the bone and sending the beast down to the ground. And with a big, mighty swing, <laughs> this. <laughs> Last cry out from this moose as it buckles down onto the ground, falling now between the prone bodies of Ozosh and Barthen. And nobody died. <laughs> Big V! Nobody I'm still in the middle of pain here. Stabilize. <laughs> Stabilize the both of them. Arm runs over and tackles you. <laughs> Quickly. Just I'm gonna pick you up and throw it in the air. Stand Go in the middle on. of them and just <laughs> sit down and give a prayer. From our hearth, I'll offer you this and do a, just a three action heal. Because I have four slots the wake of that. Up spell. So, <laughs> everyone yeah. gets back up. <laughs> you heal for three. <laughs> Bartham heals for three. I heal for three. Ugh. You heal for three. You heal for three from your boot. Ugh. And uh, Argala, back in the brush, the grin on her face. Yes! Oh, fantastic. Is everyone okay? I've had better days, but I would have. They don't look Bartham, so okay at this point. And Bartham just is on the ground. <laughs> at least I didn't. At least I didn't get flipped over. You did great, Bartham. I am disappointed that I didn't. Uh, you did a good job, Bartham. Mentor, I apologize. Here, Hannes. chew on this. It'll help with the pain. What happened? Did we uh, kill him? You were magnificent, Bartham. Don't lie to him. It gave Here. you flying. Are you talking about it? It was magnificent <laughs> to see. Come on, man. Let me help you out. Oh, thank you. Come on. Oh, oh thank you. Here, oh. lean on me. Oh, 
Well, at least you could you. take advantage of the opening I gave do we, you. Do we? That's right. Not that's totally right. useless. Do we start a new track for who's winning? That's one kill for Moose for Twig and zero for you. Oh come on! That was a team win. Let me guess. For the Joe took out the legs. Yeah, but if you would have got the last hit, you would have <laughs> said you got the, the point. Size, uh, but I didn't. It's a Moose for the feast. It'll be everyone's once we get it back to camp. Maybe uh, we. Can we take a few minutes to try? Oh, of course. To, yes. <laughs> That's, I mean, goodness gracious, he oh, landed right yes. on his head. Yes, I'm this is I don't know. impressive. I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. I'm going to start breaking it down. Standing. So, well, hold on. It, it is going to be some process. Uh, we will take all the rest that you need. We are going to be here for some hours uh, prepping the carcass to return to the camp. I know. It's going to be great. We can't exactly haul a full moose back with us. And, uh, oh, yeah, pumped. As you all take some rest, and Ergola pulls around a satchel of similar, much to what Umka has, of some woven cloth and some herbs that are not nothing for pain relief, uh, some basic medicine to take care of everyone who was injured by this creature uh, before guiding you through the process of butchering the carcass of this moose here. Uh, which does, as she did not misspeak, it takes several hours uh, to ready this, as it is far more than just skinning the animal and removing the hide, uh, but preparing and organizing the organs for transport, uh, carving out all of the different cuts of meat, uh, even taking, uh, taking some parts of its skeleton that could be of use, of uh, various ribs and the uh, large femurs of the beast that are decent, uh, as de more decent supporting pole as, as any log for smaller jobs. Um, and guides all of you through your first work butchering an animal of this size. Now, you've been on plenty of hunts, you've taken down plenty of foes before, but nothing quite as large as a very angry and confused bull moose. All things considered, it went very well. You want to know the most annoying thing about butchering an animal? I'm concerned about your answer to this. I've butchered pigs before. Okay. It's the hair. No, yeah. Not, I'm hmm. sure that's yeah. not wrong. We had to shave the pigs it's before going to be we a could lot. butcher them. Now, um, this is going to be a not question that I thing. hope is not the new who's trained in society meme from Curse of the Crimson Throne. <laughs> Who is trained in survival? Survival and lore hunting. The three of you? Hmm. Um, as you work with Ergola to parcel out this carcass and figure out how to utilize all these various parts and to get them back to camp with you, uh, a process that is going to take you pretty much until nightfall, uh, the three of you gain access to a new feat hmm. called All of the Animal. Uh, the other two, Ozosh and Amka, should you become trained in survival in the future, this will also just unlock for free. Okay. Uh, but you know how to make the best and most efficient use of a hunted animal's carcass. And when you come across or take down any large or larger animal corpse that has died within the past day, um, you can use your survival to subsist off of that carcass dramatically more effectively than you would be just throughout the... Uh, Surrounding environs. Hmm. Do we Something. have that, or we can? You take have that? it. Okay. You just have it. That's neat. It's free. yeah. Just free feet. Slap it on top of your stuff. Hmm. Does that 
double up with Forager because for Absolutely does, yes. Nice. Uh, basically, you can use that that carcass and it, it will multiply with it. And we can get the exact text for yeah. it later. It's not relevant right this second. Uh, but again, your time here, uh, some hours of butchering and then some hours of travel won't have you returning back to the following's campground until evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would arrive back at camp probably some 20 minutes after the sun has set, just the final leg of your journey taking place through these travels uh, through the darkness. And as the group of you arrive, the bonfire centered in the camp, lit and roaring, uh, one of the more permanent areas that the Broken Tusks sets up, uh, set up along their migratory paths. As the grounds here are only a few hours' journey from the ritual site known as Rockloom, uh, where the Night of the Green Moon Festival has always occurred. It is a great and sacred site to all of the following, and one that, again, you have visited every year as your travels have brought you back to the southern fringes of the realm. The following would be very impressed by the first great hunt by its newest crop of young hunters, and you would be met with a wide array of smiles, congratulations, claps on the back as the group of you come in, bearing the fruits of your labor, that is the entire carcass of this moose across the seven, or six of you really, are gonna, not exactly in a lot of position to carry terribly much, and besides, the hunt doesn't count if you don't get it back to camp. Yep. Yeah, good news. It's hard to smell like brimstone when you're covered in fresh meat. This man was a champion. Do you <laughs> see him? We all did our part. A story I just got I'm the hit. sure you would be able to tell time <clears throat> and time again throughout the night as you regale uh, many of the other, uh, many of your friends and even elders on the following of your stories. Uh, one who would be very interested in hearing it told is Harik. The leader of Otter House, um, the group within the following that I believe literally all of you now belong to. Uh, Harik is, was the death scream, a song singer. Uh, she is one who carries the oral tradition of your following, uh, one of the elders and one of the tribe's mammoth lords, as they are known, a title that is very literal. Uh, one that is bestowed quite directly upon a member of the following or any following throughout the realm who has managed to tame and control a mammoth. uh, In fact, you follow these migratory paths of the large herd, but you have five of these animals that are tamed, that are domesticated, that are at least beholden to their mammoth lords within your following. And Harik, would very much be interested in hearing Ozosh's side of this tale, as you are one who has very much taken yourself to this art of song. Indeed. So, Ozosh, then, consider this uh, part of your tutelage. Regale us, all of us here within the house of your tales of this fine hunt that have happened this afternoon. You have brought back the corpse of a moose, an animal much grander, much larger than any one of you, or even the group of you combined, and yet you triumphed. Tell us of this tale. Very well. He picks up his shield, and then he takes his axe, and he he made the shield himself, so it almost resembles somewhat of a war drum as well. So he starts pounding the shield and starts going in and deep groan. 
Oh, and then as it goes deeper and deeper and deeper, he progresses into the traditional language of the ancestor and makes a song off the spot about how, you know, how brave he and his teammates were to bring this mighty beast as, as a giant feast and how wondrous and victorious Virgil was with the final blow and knocking down its legs and just a very long dramatic thing and he totally have not f- noticing Hanwi staring at him the entire time. <laughs> He would have the full <laughs> attention of not just Hanwe, uh, but also <laughs> the children of the following, not just the ones of either house. Is the, the house division really is more or less who your direct leader is, the almost like father or mother figure to the whole group of you, mm-hmm. uh, but also where you stay, which of the four large tents within the following's grounds are where you break your meals, where you sleep, where you spend your spare time, that which you have. And all of the uh, the children, about a half dozen of them throughout the camp, regardless of the house they are beholden to, would find their way into the Otter House's tent to listen to Ozash's song, to, for him to regale them of the haunt of this moose. And with a night of some degree of this victorious revelry. It would pass to the next morning, uh, healed, patched up. Again, those wounds, now that you're back at camp, could very easily be tended to either uh, by yourselves or uh, Ozash perhaps want to be looked over by Nakta, another one of the mammoth lords and the lord of, ironically, the moose house. Uh, (laughs) (sighs) Those moose. As she is, or the, uh, her title is quite literally Nakta the Healer. Uh, it is her role within the camp, as she is able to tend not just easily uh, with her medicine and her attention as a doctor, but with her devout piety to Sister Cinder. Um, your up-and-coming magic here, Amka, something certainly you are working on, but for the moment, just the faintest echo of the powers that Nakta commands. Uh, you have seen her work borderline miracles of magic before, uh, all but bringing people back from the dead, uh, even those whose hearts had stopped. If attended too quickly enough, Nocta was able to breathe life back to once more. It's almost like divine magic is actually just miracles from a god. Divine magic is quite literally, you're just doing miracles. Yeah, God gives you miracles and you get to go do miracle things. Uh, you would not see much of Barthen that evening. He is not a member of Otter House with you. He is beholden the Falcon House and certainly would not be going out of his way to spend any time with uh, the group of you or to come join in your story, Ozash. Uh, which is, you know, rude, but also kind of Barthen. I mean, I did not use the traditional word for, uh, what is it, fool, I suppose, in my song, so I, he may have taken offense to that. But the morning after the moose hunt is crisp and cool, still just on the tail end of winter and the cusp of spring. Uh, The Broken Tusk camp bustling with activities as everyone begins in earnest their commencement for the festival, their preparations. Uh, The Night of the Green Moon is in three days, and there is a great amount uh, both of physical preparation, there is a whole moose carcass that needs to be readied, and much of the morning's mo- uh, meal would include stewed hunks of the less presentable, less desirable sections, much of the organ meat that would come through. Uh, but there are also a lot of religious and sacred preparations, traditions 
to be upheld. Many depart to collect spring herbs, hunt small game, forage root festival, uh, vegetables, and just keep the following going. Uh, many others remain within the camp, preparing things like the carcass of the moose or carvings and fetishes used for the ceremony itself. Uh, while everyone else goes about their business, uh, the group of the five of you, all within your otter house, would see a figure come through the flap of the tent, one who does not grace the otter tent terribly often. Uh, the elderly visage of Grandfather Sven. Hmm. While he is a de facto head of the Falcon House, and in fact the grandfather of Barthen, uh, he is again, just by his age, he has passed a hundred summers and he looks damn good for a hundred. I'll give him that. Mm -hmm. He's also my great-grandfather. <laughs> he is. <laughs> He does not often come to the uh, the other individual tents for things. That is uh, the purview of the other mammoth lords. But he comes seeking out the group of you five specifically. The broad smile on his face. He does bear the wear of this hundred winters he survived, but his spirits, uh, you've always known them to be high, as undaunted as this warm smile he oft wears. Uh, he's got a massive gray mantle of fur rolling around his shoulders, uh, coating much of the blue cloth cladding that he has across his chest and the rest of his body. Uh, and most notably, he has a single swipe of blue ink across his face, uh, streaking past one eye, uh, the colors of a man with a life sworn to the broken tusks. Uh, similar face markings would be common throughout the following. I mean, I think several of you have uh, All of similar, us, yeah. Almost, if not everyone. Hanvi's got her own thing going on. But uh, actually, she does, she does wear a bit of blue because that's the Broken Tusk color. Is she? Yeah, she has like a little band of blue around her waist. Oh, okay. It's I, on her mini. I, I she, oh, I knew she had like the brown poncho and like the silvery tattoos because yes. it's not exactly tattoos. They're kind of like mystical moon magic or whatever they are. Technically, they're the whorls of her familiar that she has inside her body. There's a backstory. That. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that right now. Fair enough. It's one of those, there's a whole lot of backstory. You'll probably never hear things, but there's a reason. Ask Nick about it. He's super excited. He would be glad to tell you. Uh, but, <laughs> but Grandfather Sven enters, and uh, as he speaks, his, his voice almost bears the weight of his age more than his face does. Uh, young ones. Urgula says good things about your scout training. Said you might make good mammoth lords someday, huh? Let well. us hope so. And uh, as his smile kind of broadens at this own humor of his, his face crinkling like parched earth, <laughs> the green moon rises three nights from tonight and its light will mark each and all of you as full, broken tusks. There are still many things that must be done if we are to be ready for this ceremony. And you would hear another voice from behind him, a towering figure. You're seven feet tall, jet black eyes. Uh, at odds with his stark white hair, a single branch by comparison to Grandfather Sven or many others within the following. He's got the chiseled tip of a stone spear, peeks from behind his heavily layered brown fur trappings drawn around himself. 
Uh, Wotan carries himself with much more cladding than many of the other tusks perhaps do to his uh, elven blood. Long, fine locks of gray hair trailing in rows down the back of his neck, a couple grouped in beads dropping down either side of his face. His gaze, uh, I, I, as a person sitting at this table, will maintain that no one will ever get entirely used to matching the gaze of an elf because Pathfinder elves are frickin' terrifying. <laughs> Look at him. Look at his face. It is a black portal to the void. I love him. <laughs> Aww. It's great. He's thinking about it's kittens. So cool. Like, it is super awesome. But there, I, I guess if you live around them your entire life, yeah. it wouldn't be as, as off-putting. But, like, man. They're kittenized. Galarian you, elves are terrifying. It's like imagining you live your entire life for 30 years and never once see a dog and walk into a house and there's just a dog there. That's or a cat. I just or imagine like, like all like the new babies when they first see him just start crying immediately. <laughs> they do that to everyone. What Pretty it's worth. I've been around Pathfinder for about what seven years now. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. I've been playing this forever. Like and it's I'm not still like, not used to it. It's not like this is new. Like elves have looked like this forever, and Mauricial is still horrifying every <laughs> single time I see her. All art. She looks like a damn alien made out of throwing knives. <laughs> like it's, elves are aliens. Wow. Which is, I suppose, anyway, literally from a different planet. Intentional. I'm from a different planet. What's my friend here? He towers over Sven and also, I imagine, all of the rest of you just to his massive frame. Three things, exactly. First, the ritual site at Rockloom must be scouted, cleaned, and secured before the Green Moon Ceremony. Second, we need you to carry fragile ceremonial vessels, yourselves, and fill them with water from the Gornok River as part of your rites. Third, there are some I'm gonna just go ahead and ask the audience: Is it tapers? Is it tapirs? Tapers. Tapers. Is it tapers? tapers. I thought it was tapers, sure it's but tapers. like it's tapers. Scary. There are some tapers nearby. We seek to add to our herd. Capturing them would go a long way towards your training. And uh, Iowa kind of nods with a wide smile. These three tasks over the following days fall to the group of you. Hmm. would be marked as full-fledged members of the following as the green moon rises. Very well. Is oh. there a particular one you would like done first? And uh, Wotan shrugs a bit with one hand. I think it could perhaps be wise to follow after the tapers. It will alert our mammoths to potential predators at the watering holes. The sight of water, tapers rush ahead, whereas mammoths lumber behind slowly. If something in the water attacks the tapers, we can redirect the mammoths before they panic, or worse, stampede. Their services to the herd are invaluable. And uh, his face is sort of grim. Tapers are plentiful. Mammoths are not. Broken tusks are not. To ensure the survival of our following, we must protect the mammoths. The tapers sacrifices a noble one will be grateful to them. But it is unknown how long this small group of them will remain. Hmm. Then I will, I think then the tapers should be important. I can go talk to them. Perhaps I can convince them to come and join us. And uh, Sven nods. That could very well be wise. Um, I would send Emek with you. Uh, find her. 
she is a very uh, proven herself to be a very talented herder. Uh, do not discount her for her young age. Her summers do not belay her wisdom, nor her seemingly divine-given nature with animals. Of course. Mm. Cousin Emek will be very helpful. We'll take care of this in the morning. And, uh, well, it is, it is, this is the morning. Of the, oh, the I thought it was day. after the... Uh, it is, but it's like after the night. This is the next morning. He's in like this entire time. Haven't slept. He's been just drinking and singing and having a good time. Oh, is it uh, the morning sunlight? Oh my oh god! My god. <laughs> we'll take care of this. Wotan, Wotan nods. Very well then. You have your tasks, and by all accounting, just enough time to see them to their completion before the festival. Waste not a day. I'll, will take it very seriously just as your hospitality has been taken for me. You will earn your places well at Rockloom. As the moon rises, its light will shine upon you truly worthy. Thank Pin you. Up. You've done well. This is your moment. Oh, and when you go to fetch the water, find Barthen, take him with you. It's his festival as well. I'm sure everybody's just like, hmm. And, uh, and he turns and heads out, and Sven just kind of chuckles. <laughs> Remember, tapers to the water first. Bartham can be our taper. What? That's... No. I'm really confused. I know you have You're not always me. seen eye to eye with my grandson, and he is a handful at the best of times, but uh, this festival is for all of you, and he will not be excluded as he, due to him simply being of another house. He was not the only falcon some years ago of your group. Yes, grandfather. Now, ready your things and find Emek. I imagine she is out with the herds. Thank you. Good travels and stay safe. And uh, he turns and follows Wotan out of the tent and back into the greater camp. If we really didn't like him that badly, we wouldn't have saved him from the moose. Well, of course I would have saved him from the moose. I wouldn't let him die. I mean, he, don't get me wrong. He, the taper goes first to make sure that the mammoths are safe. Bartham did a spectacular job. He, as much as, as he does for his talk, his opening is what let us approach the moose safely. Well, you two, really. Look. Mm, more or less. I, I love him. He's my, he's my cousin, but it doesn't mean that he's not pain we'll just maybe we can teach him how to be nicer i don't think that he seems rather possible. rude it's if he didn't learn from the moose i don't think he can learn from us look you don't know what it was like growing up in that house there's so much pressure on you, and honestly, I think he takes it a little too seriously. I mean, don't get me wrong, leading a house is is a really, really big deal, but you can't forget that just because they're mammoth lords doesn't mean that we're not all equal, because we're all important and our lives matter, and sometimes he forgets. Maybe he just needs some friends. It seems like he doesn't have too many. Uh, he would get more friends if you didn't regard everyone on the side, as if they're a rock on the side of the road. Mm, mm. You would all know that uh, 
Barthen's parents aren't around. Um, none of you would know why or what happened to them. You've never known them. Hmm. Um, you've only known that for as long as any of you have been alive, uh, Grandfather Sven has basically acted as father to Barthen, which, uh, while he has done his best, he is beholden to the whole of the following. And does not always have perhaps had the most time for his uh, his grandson. Does he have daddy issues? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm not saying Barton has daddy issues. My cousin has I'm lots of daddy issues. Has daddy <laughs> and issues. mommy issues. Yeah, he he definitely does not really have either. Um, again, you have no idea. Oh, he has both. Like who his parents are, or where they are, or what happened with them. Uh, it is not certain. It is not unheard of for people to die in the realm uh, it is a harsh and incredibly unforgiving place uh, as a matter of fact Urgula's husband was lost on a hunt just some weeks ago uh, just on the cusp of getting to meet his child it's assumed that Barthen is a similar situation mm, my parents won't talk about it they never did Hmm. Oh, it's none of our business, and we have tasks to do. So. Let's let's go get the tapers. We gotta find Emic. Tapers. Oh, yes. um, we should find Emic first. Oh, I'm so yeah. excited! The I haven't seen good. her in forever. Repairs. No, they tape. They're tapers. Tapers with repairs. No, tapers with tape. Stop, both of you. <laughs> Imic is the best. She's one of the only people who can sneak up on me. Well, that would certainly not... The Imic is the best, perhaps, would not be a sentence oft said by adults. Um, not because of anything, I guess, inherently wrong with her, just that she is about eight summers old hmm. uh, and is kind of caught in the middle of a couple of generations of broken tusks. There's the group of you that are about to pass this rite of adulthood to become full-fledged members of the following at the Night of the Green Moon in, in three days. And there are the children that are like two and three and four. And Emek uh, is about the only one that's in the middle. Uh, for reference, the, fo the whole of your following is about 75 members. It's not a terribly massive group just for for concept of size to, for, to put it in your heads so she she was exactly at the age where you guys were older and not really in her friend group and she's a little too old for the toddlers and didn't really have anyone else to hang out with we're her ergola kind of yeah. you're kind of her ergola kind of. Mm. Uh, but this yeah of course you know her this has very much brought her into be like one of the lead shepherds uh, she is eight, nine years old, and she is one of the foremost animal handlers and herders of the Broken Touch. She, she basically takes the lead on all of that now. She is a literal prodigy at this. It is, it is amazing. Absolutely nobody can discount how good she is nope. at what she does. She is just kind of a lot as a person. 
So you lose all possible social friends of your age group, but you get godlike animal handling? Yeah. I'll take that trade. <laughs> no friends, animals love me. Let's go. <laughs> uh, and she would not be difficult to find. She would be out tending to the herds of the group. Uh, small little pigtail down her shoulders and a, a simple dress, which it would be something common among a lot of your following. You live here. This is the spring side of the migratory path, although the ground is only kind of starting to thaw. This is not really super cold to you guys. So uh, a lot of your, the members of your following are not cladded up in a ton of gear and a ton of armor and leathers and hides and just like, this is the springtime dress of wow it's it got over freezing it's super nice yeah. out here kind of barefoot thing. weather like barefoot all... weather yeah. exactly cool. and she would absolutely be 33 degrees um and the group of you approaching will be quite obvious and evac turns huge smile on her face and a big wave to the group of you uh before turning back around and sort of gesturing off uh to a pair of boars that she had uh, sending them trotting off uh, into the distance towards some more of the better thawed ground. Mm -hmm. Oh! Hi! Hello, um, Emek. Hi! Emmy! What, what, uh, what are we all doing? They tapers. found some tapers nearby. We thought we'd go if you could help us come and pick them up and bring them home. Oh, I love tapers. Tapers are the best. They're so friendly. They know so many things. And they They're, have noses. They do. They have the, well, they have the big floppy nose that lets them snooze through the ground. Mm -hmm. and whenever they get hungry, they get through all of the different things that the other animals can't really get to or have to dig for. They can get it into the trees. Like Virgia. Like, like Virgia? Yeah. I don't, do you have a, do you, does your nose move around like that? I don't think that applies to me. You sure? Oh, push his face down into the dirt real quick. So you're the ones that Grandfather Sven's sending up to gather them. Yeah, it's our it's our time. We're gonna be we're gonna be graduating. Going well, yeah, you're gonna have the. Dessert. It's gonna be the green. It's your green moon. It's green the green moon. moon for it's all our of green you. Green moon. Well, yep. the you guys in Barthin. Yes, but yes. too. He's included. He's oh, not this coming is going to be fun. This fight. is going to be fun. Okay, come on, let's go. Uh, this is going to be great. I think I, I don't know how many tapers there are. It doesn't seem like it's a very large herd, uh, and she just kind of starts walking her way out a direction. A follower. Um, <laughs> follower. What, what do we need to know about tapers? Oh, well, there's a lot of things about tapers, but I, I think it's going to be really great for a couple of our boards. That's Roundhoof and that's Wosan. Wosan gets kind of lonely because Roundhoof mostly likes just kind of staying by himself. He's not a, a huge fan of curling up in the pair. He, he gets, I don't know, kind of annoyed. He's warm enough by himself, but it makes Wosan sad. And I think the tapers are close enough. They're, they're really friendly. They, they can bond with animals outside of just their own tribe. It's, they're like a cross following it doesn't have to be other tapers they can be friends with the boars huh. and the group of them can all nest up together under tusky uh who's tusky well tusky's the and she just sort of gestures back towards one of the mammoths that's some huge distance away um that i would imagine even trained in you grew up with you'd probably recognize it as a, a nutka's mammoth oh, the okay. leader of moose house uh, tusky it's nutka's uh he does a weird thing when he's sleeping that he doesn't really i don't know he doesn't sit all the way down he stays up on his four legs and rests on his tusks and he leaves this big thing that uh wasan likes to curl up underneath and she just she goes nice. <laughs> she goes she has names for every single animal in the herd uh which is not super a thing 
among the following like even the mammoths even the great mammoths that the mammoth lords have tamed that they have basically bonded with they don't like kind of set them with names you don't know it's name not, your livestock well it's they're, and they're not even uh, i guess they're they're more like the, the mammoths specifically are like they're bonded one to one each of the mammoth lord has head lords has a mammoth mm -hmm. they're named uh, but they're they're not though is the thing they're i named them i mean you could name them and Emmett could name them but it's you don't i don't know almost them. like disrespectful as the mammoth is like an equal it's not their place to put a name on this mammoth ah. uh, and then beyond that yeah it's the livestock and you don't really name the bacon because then mm -hmm. it's more sad at breakfast and <laughs> we don't want to make breakfast more sad but Emek has names for absolutely all of these and all of their interactions and all of the minutiae of their lives and it is it's adorable and kind of sad it's adorable and kind of annoying like it's while you're walking with her it becomes apparent that this is not like a right down the road kind of situation this is going to be a little bit of a journey and trying to actively listen to her through anything beyond like cursory uh-huh yeah just let her keep going so, is draining well actually hanwi is really interested and pays a lot of attention because a lot of the times that she does is she spends time looking after children right like, that's just like she does a lot of domestic stuff and so imik's kind of ramblings are something that she's like it might it might, it might wear on her after like hours and hours and hours <laughs> but she probably keeps up a really good face to keep it interesting um because feels kind of sad that she's by herself with the animals a lot so she just actively pays attention by herself with the animals a lot and it's kind of becomes apparent when given an audience a little bit of why that is again kind of carpentry and generation she just like it's not even like a conversation she's just exploding with stories and and various just little quirks about all of the animals in this herd. Um, what about you, Virgin, Aram, Mosash, as you're walking, what are you guys doing? Are you listening to the babbling child or? Walking <laughs> behind the lead group, I can hear them. You're the distance. <laughs> I'll I'm, be over my here. My mind is somewhere else. What Ozash does for a fight, Hanwi does in this situation. <laughs> okay. Takes well, the child so they don't have to deal with it. What is Ozash doing in well, this situation? I am standing pretty much next to uh, Hanwi and near the front, and regardless of the rambling of this child, I. Uh, not really I, listening. Just not just really kind of listening. There. It's just what you call uh, noise I choose to ignore. Yeah, it's not terribly difficult to tune out. Besides, uh, rambling child. I, <laughs> rambling child. It's a skill that goes with anyone who is exposed to children. Mm. Uh, Aram? Aram is uh, actually practicing uh, covering their tracks. Um, he's just kind of using this opportunity and just the the rhythm of her talking to just kind of practice. There is no to... rhythm. He's, it's just all over the he's place. He's going to try to focus his concentration in on covering tracks uh, as they're walking since they're doing it at a kind of rambling pace. It's a good opportunity for him to do it. 
He, he might as well try to get something useful out of this afternoon. <laughs> uh, that's why the Arics are weird, though, because they're all like a one. They're, they're not their own individual feelings, obviously. They have different tastes. Longhorn uh, actually won't even eat some of the berries that the rest of the Arics get super excited about that we use as treats to try and get them around whenever the herd, or they're being belligerent or they get kind of into their own thing. Well, how do you convince and, them to come then? Oh, uh, that's a long process, actually. It's kind of interesting. It's a couple of hand signals and words that we've taught, uh, uh, that we've learned, but it's not really Longhorn specific that goes you know uh, because they, they operate almost as a whole unit so if he won't listen you just have to divert the rest of the herd and then longhorn so comes along with it how everything. do you do the training with the hands oh the training is super easy and, and she's still just going i need the two of you who have said you were listening i'm not kidding make me a will save <laughs> <laughs> 16 uh 16 dc 15 <laughs> you both Actual listed DC in the book. DC we'll say, 15 will say to Amka, listen to the child. Amka like, will occasionally find this child and just talk to her because she's tired of everyone else. The two of you, are you trained in nature? Yes. Yes. Both of you, throughout this absolute <laughs> rambling, Wikipedia. there is actually a lot of interesting uh, knowledge in here. Like Again, she is extremely good at what she does, and that's being presented by a nine-year-old very excitable child. There's a lot of useful knowledge. How does she get these things going? How do you break these animals in the first place? How do they stop them from, uh, from running and uh, reverse that to coming towards you? Uh, both of you gain another feat uh, <laughs> immediately. Oh uh, the two of you learn the tame animal feat. Uh, animals born and raised far from humanoid settlements. This is going to shovel feats at you if we haven't noticed. We're going to just kind oh, of I staple cool a lot of skill it. feats to your character sheet. Um, Does this also apply to if you're trained in nature, you get this? If you're trained in nature... After going with Emek, if you want to use a skill feat later to take it, it is an option. You have access to it. These two, for you know, paying attention and listening and passing the will save, get it immediately <laughs> and for free. That's fair. Not <laughs> worth it. But you, you have access no, to it now. It. Not yeah. worth it. Um, <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> Animals born it. and raised far from humanoid settlements rarely get along with two-legged beings who they assume to be dangerous predators. In spite of this, you know how to approach and entreat a wild animal so it's more receptive to your presence and requests. This is some degree of similar to uh, kind of wild empathy, a long-term wild empathy. Uh, either of you can attempt to approach a wild animal that is not actively hostile to you and is not confined to an area smaller than its speed. If it's held in place or trapped, you cannot attempt to tame it. It has to be free to do whatever it wants. And then use your nature skill to attempt to form a bond, like a lasting bond with the animal. Um, this is not wild empathy. This takes an hour to do. It is a long process to make this check. Oh, um, but wild uh, empathy is is quicker. Well, empathy is a diplomacy Just make check, diplomacy which is checks. like 10 minutes. Gotcha. Usually. But you can use nature for tame animal. Yeah. You can use nature for tame animal. You know, it, is a, it is a longer process, but it is, again, it is built, it is meant to be long term. Um, this isn't, please do not eat me right now. This is, please be, be my, my friend. friend. You want to come be a herd animal and mm -hmm. hang out, and we'll probably eat you later. Yeah. But like, <laughs> we cool. We cool? We cool. We cool. We cool? We cool. It does take some hours 
to reach this uh, grove where the herd of tapers has been found. And uh, as you approach this thickened cups of trees, um, this wooded grove uh, thickening from the kind of sparse growth that you've been traveling through for a few hours, uh, Emek points up at it. That's it. That's what I said the taper herds were. So hopefully you can, uh, oh, I hope there's a lot of them in there and they will be good friends for Wusan. Uh, but it, it, however many there are, uh, Grandfather Spence says it's important that we bring them back as they do a good service as a warning sign for the mammoths, which is sad. But it's, it is better than, well, any of us or the mammoths. He says there's always more tapers. And well, in there, there's more tapers. I guess we should go get some then. Okay. okay. Uh, well, good luck. And she looks around. <laughs> but I thought you were going to... Oh, I have stuff I have to do back at the herd. I wasn't even supposed to walk you the whole way over here, actually. I just got kind of absorbed in what we were talking about. And I really like talking to you guys and hanging out, and you're cool. You can help us with the tapers. No. I this think that's is, supposed to be our job. I think it is supposed to be your job. Uh, Grandfather's friend could have just sent me or any of the other herders to come do it, but I guess this is part of your green moon? I don't know. Yeah. I think it's part of our green moon. I don't know. Thank mm -hmm. you for showing us here, Emek. See, yeah, wait, of course. see you later, Emmy. Yeah, thank you for helping out with the uh, with the thoughts on Longhorn. Mm -hmm. I, I'm gonna try. I got a couple of things, and even as she's walking away, she's like still rambling, as she's going almost to herself as this uh, small child goes to journey. It's probably like an hour from the camp, a little under, and it's the areas around again where this is the most permanent camp you have. It's. It's safe enough lands that you're not. None of you would be worried about a nine-year-old girl making her way back to the. I mean, you can even desk. still see yeah. the smoke. <laughs> Megafauna. <laughs> One of the common deaths for children in the old west was just walking off through the grass and disappearing. You can still see the smoke from your bonfire. You could still even see like the shapes of some of the tents <laughs> in the distance. As this uh, section of the tundra is mostly flat out mm -hmm. this way, and again, the trees are sparse enough that there's some spaces you can see all the way back from where uh, near all the way back where you've come from. There's no way she can get lost. Ha Hanwi, I, I found you some of the, the, the first growing sweet sweet smelling herbs of, of, of the spring icebreak. Oh, um, for, oh how for, kind. for your kit. Well, thank you. Hmm. They do smell nice. Really? They're good? Uh, I think those are poisonous. They're not poisonous. No, they're fine. Let me see. Hmm? Uh, Let me see. Yeah, here. Walk, walk. Guys, I am... Like, I am good at this. It's what I do. I don't know. You've made plenty of mistakes before. You that was on purpose and only because it was Parthen. <laughs> <laughs> so the group of you gathered here at the edge of this thicket, ready to go try to find the taper herd within. Uh, I think we should take our break. This is a fine place for hey, that. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for the premiere of the Quest of the Frozen Flame, everybody. Nobody died in the moose! I'm so happy. I still no, felt it in I my had chest. Fear. <laughs> I had like, fear. Look at this. There is no chance nobody goes down. You right? guys? Like, yeah. Absolutely not. You guys but missed I was my epic poem. But nobody no, I read it. died oh, God. to the moose. No one died to the moose. I'm not super, even Bartham. Not even I'm, Bartham died to the moose. I'm Despite our best efforts. Jesus. It is a sticker. Yeah, your North Foundry's emblem of protection. There you we'll go. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. I encourage you to stand up, grab some snacks, get some water, make sure you're staying hydrated, but don't go too far. If you're hanging out, we'll have some highlights from some of our older content for you. And when we come back, we're going to go find us some tapes.
papers. 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 Paper stuff and maybe tame them. Maybe, you know, not tame. that. Anyway, BRB. Welcome back, everybody. If you want to see any more of those highlights or the campaigns they're from or all of the rest of the stuff that we have done, youtube.com slash two perception. Number two perception has got the entire thing and is going to have this tomorrow. Probably assuming that downloading this video from Twitch goes like it's supposed to, which is like 95% of the time. Yeah, it usually it'll works. totally works. It's pretty consistent, fine. honestly. All the die. But not entirely consistent, just mostly consistent. As we left off, the group of us were out to do a couple of uh, tasks, let's say, before the Festival of the Green Moon in three days, which is going to mark each and every one of us as full-fledged members of the Broken Tusks. Before that... We have to do a few things. The first of which we have decided is find some tapers that are resting in a grove a little under an hour's journey from the following's main camp. We have made our way to the edge of that grove, and there is no clear and obvious trail through the area. Uh, it is a thicket of trees and overgrown fro uh, frozen wood with not a lot of easily passable space. So, finding them is going to be its own concern. Fortunately, the grove is not gigantic, but it is, well, big enough. Uh, while we head into the forest here, uh, it's going to probably be wise for at least one of you to be attempting to, you know, track, track. the tapers. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if, you, if no one wants to do it, you just want to wander around the woods for a while. I mean, that's your prerogative. It's a tabletop role-playing game. You can give out your wildest fan live out your wildest fantasies, like getting lost in the woods for hours. <laughs> So, Amka, what are you doing as you head through the forest here? I'm going to actually be seeking. Seeking? Seeking. Using your eyes, looking out for something. Uh, Verja, so you vote for team tracking team. And you can have like several people track, that is, or you can even, I guess we can't follow the expert yet, no one's there yet. No one's uh, an expert. Oh, no. No one's the expert. Aram. I, I will also be on team tracking team. Okay, you guys looking for tapers. Ozesh? Um, I could use nature for tracking, correct? It is uh, survival. survival. Uh, oh, that one is explicitly survival. Uh, just making sure. Lower hunting. Um, Ozash is... This is hunting. Yeah, but it's lore, I, you have lore, you have knowledge. This, know. this is practical application. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I mean, I guess the only thing Ozash can really think about doing, I guess, is using what uh, knowledge he has of, you know, nature in general to... Just keep an eye out for what he should, you know, what, what is it? You, I could, guess you could, like, recall knowledge. You could seek. You could scout. I mean, we got we got the full gamut of exploration mode things here. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to scout with my shield just, just in case something like a moose comes in and tackles <laughs> us again. Okay. Second moose. <laughs> Surprise, second. idiot. <laughs> turns out they are a problem. Second moose, moose this time not debuffed. <laughs> Good well, luck. Why is this moose even bigger? <laughs> oh, man. You, just, just so you know, I want to talk about it for a brief moment because it is really cool. Um, all these various things you can do um, to set up for this moose have direct effects. Uh, the imitated cow moose made it flat-footed um, and also made it had to use one action to intimidate and demoralize every turn. So hmm. it's kind of slowed, because it's not great at the intimidation thing. It rolled decently well. Hmm. Um, and using the thorns or anything that hurts its hooves, 
made a clumsy one the whole time, but also disables the trample ability, yeah. which is probably good uh, yeah. because mm. trample is bad. You generally want to try to avoid, you know, being trampled. trampled. Hmm. It's yeah. Yeah. by a two-ton animal. By yeah. a two-ton giant moose, because it trample is really fun because he just goes, runs over a bunch of you, and then he... Uh, you reflex basic save against him just hitting all of you with his feet. Mm, mm. So even if you succeed, you still take half. Oof. And the DC is 20. Oh. So yeah, <laughs> I have no. a 16. Probably good that we got the thorns mm -hmm. in the hooks. Ergola was, I mean, I stress that as many ways as it's physically possible to do. Do not let the moose charge. <laughs> charging moose bad. No charging moose, no please. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what are you doing, Hanwe? Um, So we've got two very capable trackers. So Hanwe's going to be um, thinking about uh, recalling knowledge, trying to think about the tapers in this area and kind of keeping keeping in mind where they're, they'll tend to hunker down to keep and, you know, what type of foods they like, if there's any berries that she sees that looks like it'll go well, things of that nature. Okay. Um, why don't we start with you and you give me your nature check, Hanwe. You're, you're not going to think about me? Do some taper-based thinking. Taper-based thinking. Uh, that's gonna be a 17. With a 17, uh, you would be somewhat familiar with the creatures. Uh, they have come and gone through the Broken Tusk Surd continuously, and as you are doing right now, uh, they try to keep at least a couple of them in the herd pretty much at all times because they are a great early warning system. Uh, tapers are are large. These are these are giant tapers. They are big boys. Oh, okay. So they are not quite the size of a moose, but they are probably about the size of a horse. Okay. Um, wow. They these oh, are okay. like seven foot tall, twelve hundred pound animals. So these are not like little cute and cuddly tapers that you're after. There is no joy and happiness here. This is the realm of the mammoth lords. Everything wow. is nine feet tall and wants to kill you. Wow. So okay. gotcha. Megafauna. The tapers are big lads. That said, tapers are generally relatively calm and peaceable animals. Mm -hmm. It is not a bull moose. It's like and a capybara. It is, it's not quite a capybara, but yeah, it's kind of in that general field. Like their usual reaction, if yeah. it's not like run away from you, isn't going to be charge you down and start punching you. Mm -hmm. um, they are... Big beefy tapers. <laughs> <laughs> Just jacked bicep arms. <laughs> but they are, of course, this is the realm of the mammoth lords. And eight feet's like the bottom end <laughs> where the animals come in here. It's a small megafauna. It's Mice small are three megafauna. feet tall. The moose are small megafauna. <laughs> we got mammoths, boy. Mm -hmm. uh, so... With that, you would know that this this kind of grove is exactly the sort of place you would frequently find herds of tappers like snortling through the underbrush, uh, just yeah, rooting up all kinds of little things that have crawled away and buried themselves in amongst the roots and the berms of the trees. Uh, they are largely herbivorous and insectivores. They're not like eating chinchillas or anything, but they're just. I mean, if a chinchilla happens to be there, <laughs> I mean, its mouth is large enough that you know, it's, if it's in the way, maybe it just gets rooted and snooted. But it's not there for that specifically. <laughs> it's protein fruit. Insects, protein fruit. Are the insects like as big as your hand? I don't think there cold. is a lot of those. 
there's the frozen north. That's the upside is you don't get gnats in the summer. So you got that yeah. going for you, which is nice. All of the animals are 12 feet tall and murdery, but you know, you don't have horse flies. Mosquitoes. At least we're not a Mwangi. Have you seen the clip of a horse? We're tangenting. So, um, two of you that are tracking Verja and Aram, does one of you want to assist the other, or do you both want to independently try to search around for a trail? It's a pretty big area, so you can definitely, like, both search independently here. Got a one-up Aram. All right, yeah, fair we're enough. Yeah, we're have to split up. All right, survival checks then, lads. Let's go. What's the second best number? Mm-hmm. Two? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's conditioning us, by the way. <laughs> I have other people saying it now. So what did you get, Verja? I got a six. What? <laughs> what did you get, I was Aram? good. I said I was trained. I got a 20. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, he didn't say good. He said trained. So Verja is looking around, and boy, there sure are a lot of trees here. How am I supposed to find tracks for anything when so much of the ground is hard-packed root and frozen earth there's there's nothing like soft for tracks to be in this is stupid i hate this <laughs> arum realizes that in an environment like this you're not so much looking for tracks as you are signs Sign. of passage uh little broken bits of twigs or areas scat. scat areas where shrubbery has been just bowled through or even launched in the case of some of these tapers. Uh, and you're able, after, uh, within the first hour anyway, to find a decent track that is almost certainly a couple of tapers. And I mean a couple. It appears to be two of them uh, that are off at this side of the grove at the very least. Both of them looking to be relatively young and strong. There's not, they're not like babies. They are young adult and average giant tapers. Hanwi. Hanwi. Uh, Amka. Um, I found, uh, tracks, um, you all were talking a lot, uh, to Emma. I, do you want to see if you can use whatever she, oh, yes, she yes, was, we found seemed some. to be talking about something to do with making friends with them. I, I stopped listening after like the first five minutes cause I couldn't stand it. I've got a way with animals. This should be okay. I know. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, you do. You're really good at it. <laughs> he's being weird again. Huh? He's always been weird. You know this. Oh, he's, he's just being normal. It's a different type of weird. Oh, what I'm, uh, I mean, you guys. I mean, you guys should do your thing. I mean, I did my thing. Oh, I, yes, I found yes, the yeah, yeah, no, no point to. We, we don't, we don't have all day, so we I should. Don't. I've never really talked to animals. Oh, it's easy. Here, I'll show you. Um, and how he's just gonna kind of move her way up to where the tapir are. Um, You're in tracks. Huh? We're at tracks. We're well, I thought tracks. you said two young, you, strong. But the tracks like, of two. Oh. Like, you can, you can get from this. It's not like herd size. It's not one, and it's not a I massive herd. I heard descriptions, herd. and in my head it painted a picture of what it looked like. So I Although realistically, I after following the tracks for a short period of time, you would come to a clearing with two tapers. There, okay, so. okay. Right. Um, as you would, you would have this conversation following the trail, not too long after it would open up, uh, you would see the pair of them exactly as Aram had described. In probably about like a 25-foot clearing mm -hmm. amongst the grove, one of many throughout this frozen forest. Both of the tapers uh, will be on the far side of the grove from you. And you can see one of them is up against like the side of a tree, 
almost punching at it with its forelimbs, like scraping pretty hard on the bark with one of its weird little tiny hooded feet. Mm -hmm. um, and the other one is down, like wiping its head to get like back and forth against a bit of a wet patch in the dirt where it's uh, a bit muddy. It's just like scraping uh, really hard, hmm. actually. And you were seeking, you were scouting. Give me your perception check, Anka. No, I've rolled this die three times today and it's rolled threes every single time. Um, Consistency. Uh, with a 10, <laughs> as you look in, there are two tapers in this grove. Hey, <laughs> two tapers in Would this grove. recall knowledge get me anything about the behavior? Um, you had succeeded at your recall knowledge. Uh, so as you're looking at these, both of them appear to be in pain. Hmm. There's no visible, like, wounds. They're not bloodied anywhere that you can clearly see, but these are clear signs of tapers in distress. Huh. They're not happy. They look like they're hurting. Uh, Amka, come with me. Uh, maybe some of your healing magic can calm them down. Does it... I, does it work on... Does it work on tape? I've seen you heal animals before when they when some of the hurt animals were injured. That was traditional medicine, not any... But we can try. Yeah, I think. It should work, I would imagine, unless Sister Cinder only... No, she blesses everything, so everything everything the sunshine is on on. As I thought. Okay. Smug Hanwe is my favorite form of Hanwe. <laughs> As you come out from the underbrush here amongst the trees into the grove, um, the one that is pawing at the tree notices the group of you and immediately turns towards you and lets out this almost like rattling squeal. Uh, and kind of like postures its, its legs on the ground sort of spread skewed a little awkwardly it, it's head down not so much aggressive as clearly defensive um Hanwi's going to raise her hands uh and sort of uh not like i'm really large or big but it's, it's like i'm i'm non-threatening and she's not going to look directly at it and amka this instinctually is going to put her hands up and like make herself smaller just try to shrink down. She literally, her legs will bend down where she does fall as small as she can and still be able to walk. And Hanwi's going to try to use wild empathy to um, calm and, and to let them know that she's not here to harm them and that everything is fine with her presence. As you come a little closer, you're still probably 15, 10 feet back from these uh, tapers. You can see that the mud around where they are is a little bit bloodied. So clearly there has been some form of injury. Uh, Umka, you would also see back at the edge of the tree line on the far side where they are at their end of the grove, uh, there are a couple of bands of woven reeds that are attached down to one of the berms of a tree on the ground with a couple of sharp carved spires sticking up from it. Um, almost like a little spike trap. Uh, part of it appears to be broken. There's a trap over there. That's what they've injured themselves on. Hmm. Um, so how close am I to both of them? You're like 10 feet out. 10 feet out from them. I'm going to do a quick prayer. May your light shine and soothe those in pain. And do a three action healing heal. Okay. Healing. She's heal. This is heal. Three action heal. Just heal. There's no cure light wounds here. It's just heal. It's just heal. No soothe. Yeah, that's going to use one of my hills for the day. And just... Okay. And now we'll definitely reach the tapers. Uh, it's only D8. Sister Cinder guides us with a four. 
And as you have this magic roll out of you, and those you, uh, the other three, you back in the tree line. What are you guys doing? I am uh, staying at the ready in case any of them decide to uh, attack Hanwei or Anka. They're pretty large. Yeah. Um, they are getting much smaller than Moose. They're probably like six-ish feet high at the shoulders. They so they're big little, enough. Yeah, they're big lads. Um, um, it's a baby elephant. is going to cast Charm on one of them. <laughs> Target one creature. I read it twice. Yep, that doesn't save person. And it's not language. It is just emotion enchantment. It is incapacitation and they are level two. Ah. Well, but we'll see what happens. still will saves. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, so you, you get one of them. I get one of them. The other, the other one's charm also, so I, I could cast it twice if it let me. Oh, yeah. If I, okay, yeah. so you, you can definitely just do it twice. Yeah. Uh, well, then I will just roll two d20s then. Roll uh, two ones. What is your will DC, or your spell DC, rather? 17. 17. All right, my taper friend. Ooh, I was going to say surprisingly low, but it is literally a wild animal, so that's... Um, we got a feast and famine, a natural 20 and a two. Uh, so <laughs> those are two fantastic numbers. <clears throat> two is even going to critically fail, so regular fail, even with the incapacitation, and nice. the other one is going to critically, critically succeed. Okay, so um, critical success, target is unaffected and aware I try to charm it for whatever that means for a wild animal. Uh, and uh, failure is target's attitude becomes friendly towards me. If it was friendly, it becomes helpful, and it can't use hostile actions against me. So the one on the ground that has kind of rolled around and sort of taken, I, I put his back legs down, but he's still sort of like almost down, like bowing, mm-hmm. ready to bolt, uh, is fully charmed. And he stands up and then it goes immediately to like a big limp. Uh, seemingly one of his forelegs and one of his hind legs, he's trying not to put very much pressure on. Um, the other one is an animal that just had magic cast on it, and it doesn't know what that means. Also, it's angry. Um, make me... You have wild empathy. Make me a diplomacy check. Diplomacy? Okay. This is like Hanway's thing. Uh, 19. Uh, with a 19, it is going to let out another one of these, like, rolling, rattling squeals, and sort of almost, like, do a couple little fake charges, but like you see, its left leg flinch every time it does it. Uh, but it doesn't. It doesn't charge in yet. It, do, it does not turn to hostility. Amka, can you see if maybe some stronger magic can help that one calm down a bit? Um, sure. She's gonna just. No, they they don't look like they're massively injured. They uh, mm-hmm. they're flinching much like the moose did. And that wasn't like mechanically damaged. That was there are no. thorns in my feet. What? I um, might have something in my bag, um, calming. There's some sense out there that calm wild animals. I know that much. Whenever you're trying to deal with an animal in pain, you want to calm them down a little bit. Can I use? Can I get close enough to try to use a medicine check on one? Just as a no, no? Uh, okay. not at the moment. Not without some. We got one charmed, one wild empathy. Do not wanna, attack you. Can I do the charmed one? You can try to go the charmed one. Um, yeah. As you move up to approach and it's slow. the charmed one, um, well, it just kind of turns its head <clears throat> towards your direction, sort of its weird little trunky thing <clears throat> flicking and snooting out your direction. Um, the other one gets upset and like will physically 
run up and when you, you move up to this, it's gonna rush up and try to bite you. Okay. I'm this going to make nope. take that moment to jump mm. into it. <laughs> you are way back here. Oh, damn. I was not just coming out of the tree line, but it is going, it's going to snap at you. Oh. It's going to be a, a 26. Okay, crits. <laughs> three? Yeah, that crits. Yeah. 24 points of piercing damage. Okay, I'm down. Uh, Stabilize. You see, see Anka move in, and this other taper freaks Jeez. out and moves up and just like clamps down its mouth like the size of her freaking torso. Clamps down and like just flings her like a rag doll and just tosses her back. Oh my god! And Anka. she just tumbles on the dirt. Here. Oh! It doesn't go after her, but it squeals again. Obviously, again, very much upset. Uh, first thing, hold up a hand to the rest of the people in the tree line to not run in here. Those are just coming. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got my weapon in my hand. Um, first cast is going to be to stabilize Anka immediately. <laughs> um, and then uh, I'm going to try to keep it. it. It's not coming after me. I'm going to keep my distance, and I'm just going to try to talk it down. And um, I'm going to try to use that brand new tame animal feat. Uh, since it, I've managed to get it to not come after me, is this long term enough that I think I can? You use can. A tame you can feet? try to tame animal for I'll sure. I'll try to tame animal it. So, what, oh, not invasion. What's going on the trailer? You start coming out. You see Tommy put up a hand. Is is much waiting? I'm gonna just laying in the dirt. As much as my instincts tell me to go, I trust Hanwei's decision. Unfortunately. It's not the uh, the big men are coming. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Um, I've seen this one get knocked unconscious by a stiff breeze. It a it's lot. probably yeah. not a fair, yeah. It's this probably is, not a terrible. Like literally, like as, the, every the, megafauna in existence knocks him unconscious. When the mouth opened, Hanwi was already chanting "stable." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, here we go again. It, I'm one of the children that should have probably died really early. <laughs> it's just but Sister Cinder protected me. <laughs> it's just another yeah. Thursday. I'm, I'm gonna Your, use. Life is solid proof of the divine intervention of Sister Cinder and no. my <laughs> broken yeah. tusks. I'm going to use the opportunity of while uh, she's doing that, I'm going to take all of the thorn stuff out and try to de-thornitize it so, so that's that it's back, not going to hurt. That's back behind the tapers. Uh, make me a stealth check because that's that's getting kind of close. Uh, it's not getting in they could punch you range, but it's like a little, on, it's on their side of the grove, it's past them. Okay. If you want to go back there, it's a stealth check. Um, if you tell me not to, I'm not going to approach. Okay. I'll wait till later, but no, I... Just like, no, 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 no. That <laughs> bite looked like it hurt a little well, bit. Well, you're, you're making a stealth check. You go, you're sneaking. Howie doesn't see this. Yeah. Unless it's hilariously bad. Hanoi <laughs> sees all. Uh, it's going to be a 20. Yeah, the 20. I see it. Oh. Yeah, you're... And they don't either. Uh, you sneak up to the backside and find a couple of these traps. Uh, it's, there's not just one, there are two or three of them set up in the tree line here. Um, they are very, very simple snares. Uh, they're much, again, more like <coughs> spike pads or spike trips than uh, the strips, and they are any kind of like a mechanical snare that activates or does anything. Uh, and they're actually very similar to like one of the most common kinds of snares the broken tusks would use, realistically. Uh, spiky thing is, it turns out, a great hunting tool. Mm -hmm. uh, but 
as you get over to these, these aren't made exactly in the same way that broken tusks do. Um, and also, the barbs, the spires on this are glistening uh, with what almost looks like dark red, like pomegranate juice. Uh, mm -hmm. It's You yeah. would recognize it as a poison brewed from a plant that grows much higher up in the mountains to the east. It's not a poison the broken tusks bring with them or even use because your, tra your trail doesn't really go that way. Hmm. Uh, while you're over here, maybe a survival check. Okay. And then we'll get to your taming. Is this like an herbalism thing? Because yeah, I'm that. a forger. Give me that. Poison. <laughs> yep, that's poison. <laughs> 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 I might like the poison. Uh, it's going to be a uh, 11. Uh, with an 11, looking down at this, you're not sure like how potent it is. Probably don't like it. Yeah, I'm but not you're, you're not it, sure like how potent it is or what exactly its effects would be beyond um, the scent really kind of gives away that constituent main ingredient of a plant that uh, is not unheard of. Again, you interact with other followings. You, you meet them sometimes. Um... What I will try to do is I'll try to meet Hanwi's gaze. I I mean, I don't know you're there, so... Yeah, she doesn't see you, yeah. and she's busy with some tapers. So, okay. Hanwi, give me a nature check. Um, I'd like to cast Guidance on myself to get a plus one. Uh, how long is... What's Guidance duration? Duration is like... It, it's like one... It's like a... Till this is an hour-long thing, so okay, I don't so think you're able to the guidance the on this one. Yeah, the tame animal is an hour-long process. Hey, you Good you are nap. commencing you some trust. <laughs> you having a nice nap. I'm just, <laughs> just chilling. Uh, it's uh, 15. The 15, you spend some time trying to tame down these tapers, but they are... Uh, they are absolutely like really distressed. Mm -hmm. um, they're distressed, they're in pain, and even after your best efforts, at some point, Amka would actually wake up because that's a mechanic nothing's ever come up before. That you do just wake up after an hour of being knocked unconscious. Just sit up and just watching now. Um, one thing I can try to do is, can I, um, can I treat the wounds in the feet? Now, without getting to them, and uh, the one that's charmed, will it come over to me? Um, y you can attempt to approach it. Okay, but I, <laughs> that's I, a I thing you what? can do. Yes. You know what? I'm stupid. I'm gonna cast sanctuary on myself. Ah. Okay, do it again. And then <laughs> cast heal on myself. Just pulls herself away here. Let's do action heal. Try to wake up here. Wait, one health is the same as 20 health for you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like being low health. I'm back up So forward. why'd you make this character? <laughs> the health actually is higher than his. I just don't get bit. I get my arms yeah, bitten bit. off. So. But as you, uh, you get up, you heal yourself. You throw this sanctuary on. Uh, after an hour, um, Verja and Ozash in the back, you can see this kind of destabilizing. This one taper is just getting more and more irritated. Um, the one, the other one, while well, it's it's not hostile, it just seems to be confused. And as Ampuka gets up and starts to heal, it's a heal itself. 
this taper starts making more and more of these little like mock charges and squealing and grunting every time. And you were good with you're fairly certain it is about to actually charge. Um, not like roll initiative, like you, if you stay here, it's gonna try to fight you. Okay. Um, um, maybe we'll, we'll back, back away. Back up a little bit. We could always just beat it and take it home. We don't have to kill it. Uh, I think they're poisoned. That'll make it easier. There's nothing we can do about it right now. Well, there is. So they come back in the group, you all reconvene back in the tree lane here. We could see if we can figure out what kind of poison it is. We could see if maybe we can get an antidote for it, and maybe they'll calm down. Did you bring some? Were you able to get any of it? Yeah, I've got the thorns. Can we I, take I, a look at it and try to figure uh, it out? Yeah, you guys can give me craft checks. You're in a field without much. Okay. I so a it's, bit of it's definitely going to take you some time. Can't to, use any to nature try to, to try this. to figure it out? Or? Is it, the constituent, that primary plant is easy. The poison and how you would counteract is kind of a separate mm. thing. It's, it's more than just like, it's not just one plant paste that is like a brood poison at this point. Okay. Um, can Guidance help this roll? Yeah, Guidance can help this okay. roll. Okay, I will Guidance. Who's rolling? I'm, I'll roll. roll guidance I'm trained in crafting. I've already rolled. So Guidance on you. I'm trained in crafting. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that gives me a 13. 11. With Guidance, really? With Guidance. Oh, boy. With guidance. So you guys look the moon at this. shines dimly. Probably over the course of like 10 minutes and another 10 minutes, the two of you looking <clears> through this poison. Um, these tapers are still at the far side of the grove. Uh, one of them has gone back down to scraping the, the charmed one, just scraping the side of his head on the ground, still doing that. Uh, the angrier one has backed off and is still like looking towards the edge of the clearing where you all are. I mean, you're, you're still there, but the fact that it has not pushed any further. Um, it hasn't chased you any further. Now you backed off, you gave it space. It's not coming after you. Is promising. Uh, you could theoretically just try to tame I, animal I again. It'd probably try. be a little harder. I'll right. try a little um, harder. I'll be awake this time. <clears throat> so You yeah. can assist. Yeah, one of us could assist the other. I mean, it only helps. Okay. Yeah, I can assist It doesn't you. only help, actually. <laughs> At level one, it does not yeah, necessarily right. only yeah, help. Actually, you know, we could both can we both try to tame a different one? Or is it both It's going to be... Together? You're trying to tame the tapers. It, it, it's one of you can lead, one of you can aid. You can't both lead on this one. Fair enough. Um, I'm lead. fine. If you, do you want to take, you want to take the point I'll, on this one? Yeah, I'll take this one. You filled the last I'll, one. All right, so I'll, give me Hanwe's Hanwe's aid, then roll your thing in the dice tray yes. over there. Well, wait a second. So we get Hanwe's assist is going to be a 12. 12 doesn't make it worse, but doesn't help. And uh, as Anka heads back out again... You didn't roll a three. I rolled an 11. Okay. No, so that's total. Total. It's a four. We're really good at this. You can All always right, try again after you wake up in another hour. We're going to... With another hour of attempting to work... Well, we on just learned how to do this. Tapers here. Yeah, you did just get all of this... Uh, so is this the hand from... signals for the auroch that we need to use, or is it the squealy noise that the boars use? Do you have, like... You're kind of Snacks? forced back into the tree line again to retreat. Yeah. What do they like to eat? Tapers? Yeah. Well, I mean, they typically go root for mushrooms or roots or edible plants. I'm or not good at finding those. 
Uh, I could try to find those. Treats. I'm, I'm yeah. not bad at it. We could see if we could gather some food for Just it. Keep an eye on them. Maybe eat something ourselves. I mean, we're here. I'm, I mean, I've I've been I've been munching. Um, you could certainly spend an hour attempting to use basically survival to uh, a modified version of subsist to rather than to feed yourself to find things tapers would like uh, to, you know. <laughs> we're a- not making a ton of progress here. This is harder than we thought it was yeah. going to be. Why is this harder than the most? <laughs> I'm a forager. Okay, what does that do? It makes you, forge, it makes you go faster, right? Uh, no. no, it just makes oh. me able to do it for more people, and if I can't roll less than a success. While using survival to subsist, if you roll any result worse than a success, you get a success. On a success, you can provide subsistence living for yourself and four additional Okay, creatures. so you could just take an hour That's... if you're guaranteed to succeed, because you can't even critically fail. Yeah. Then you could just take an hour going and gathering some things. This is, That's... again, something you're familiar with. You can do this. What are the rest of you? I also have that. Oh, you can both do that. All right, fair enough. I'm eating berries. We I mean, that's going to be enough food for, like, the tapers, probably, so... <laughs> this is big Don't tapers. This is big tapers. Hmm? Don't even need to roll. Critical success. That's, That's true. true. You get critical they successes. Might well roll. Yeah. Crit, you might roll. Might as well. Crit happens. No, but I succeed. <laughs> <laughs> no, move but that, actually, move yes. Move that cursed oh, rock. I do not fail. No, but actually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Foragers are really nice. Secret, we just take feats that make us not able to fail, and then we'll succeed. Um, you said it was going to be important to survive. No, it is. Success. It is. You spend an hour, the two of you, uh, going around looking through some of these uh, some of these things. What are the other three of you doing? While they're berries. More <laughs> berries. Uh, just I'm snacking. I don't know what time it is. Ozash is also here. <laughs> Pretty much. I am... Uh, just nodding as I chew on my uh, rations of jerky. You know, salt. This is this is why I have to keep all watch of you. You always get yourself into trouble with large, scary-looking things. Everything. Yeah, weird. they're ignoring us. It's a lot of trouble, honestly. And a lot of things are bigger than me yeah. and Hanway. He 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 just starts digging into his bag. Most people in the broken cusps are bigger than me. Eat actually. your jerky. Eat, eat, so tough. Eat, eat, <laughs> Don't complain. It it is the same stuff that Sven gave me. Virgin, mm. mm. Sven needs to water. smoke it longer. I just I want I want you to know that I I did win. I I found them first. Do we need to mark that one down? Berries. No, no. I I found the tapers and these berries. <laughs> All right. I killed a moose, and you think finding the taper is equivalent. <laughs> I, I kind of helped. Uh-huh. Did you kill it? No. You win. <laughs> you got that one in the back pocket for, like, weeks. It's, like, it's going to be hard to top. You're just, like, you're in there. You're like, ah, I killed the moose, so shut up. <laughs> Go do the dishes. Like. <laughs> The two of you come back to the group still just sitting in the tree line. The pair of tapers still just to the far side of the clearing. This is the um, action that we the, all came for. This is, this, <laughs> is, this is Pathfinder. This is it right here. <laughs> Several hours of failing to tame animals. This is Pathfinder. This is level one. To be fair, one. only one this of is us is actually like this an is animal person. Supremely yeah. level one. Um, with a handful of some little bits of mushroom and like fungal root that have grown in and amongst the trees 
a couple of handfuls of little sprigs of berries. You got some like, you know, paper chow. And maybe, just maybe, you know, it'll do anything. Hey, you, you want to assist this time? I'll assist this time. So right. you, right. you two <laughs> head back out into the middle of the clearing. The other three just standing back at the eastern side. First thing. Waiting. We put the food down and, and let them food. see it. Yeah. And we back up and let them see the food. After about... Um, what, are, what are you guys doing? Like, what are you doing that's so wrong? Um, <laughs> I'm a devil. <laughs> smells the brimstone. Hello, I'm Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever tried to talk to someone while you smell like sulfur? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, I suppose that's that 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 that's fair. Um, what are you doing? Trying to assess where the problem is. Yeah, here. trying to assess where the problem is. Uh, it seems that this. Uh, it seems like the the poison has maybe gotten into their feet, and it's just really making them feel really kind of maybe sick and and irritated. Um, maybe some. Um, well, well, maybe while they're getting taper chow, uh, Hanwi is going to try to. I don't have anything big enough to carry enough water for tapers to care about. So Waters isn't going to really work, worry at it. But, I mean, I guess what um, Hani will try to do is it, it, maybe there, it, it's just maybe the food will help. So she'll wait for them to eat. And if, if she can kind of demonstrate, look, we brought you food. This is what you like. Maybe that will kind of get Worship them to us. come around. I fed you. Come home and let me throw you into the river. And let well, me feed you more. After about 20 minutes of you, what were we going to say? Well, what I was going to say is... I may not know what the poison is, but as an herbalist, surely I understand what an anesthetic is. If I can get something on their feet that will at least Good numb luck. out the pain. Hey, would you like to approach minute? the tapers and attempt because to put things on their feet? That's what I was trying to do. You are free to attempt to approach the tapers and put things on their feet. <laughs> There's an easy way to do this. All right. Put it all over your body. And then just let them kick you. <laughs> 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 Maybe if this food thing doesn't work, I'm sneaking up on them and I'm gonna give it a go. We gotta make this work. I don't want arms. We gotta sure. get this work. Our arms dead. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the moose we had to worry about. As you are working like 20 minutes or so into this, um, you've got the really skittish one to take some of these mushrooms and to eat some of this food. Not like from your hand or anything, yeah. but like from a distance mm -hmm. as you've backed off. And this seems to be coming across uh, like you're making some amount of progress. Hmm. Uh, I imagine Aram is in the bushes thinking about trying to put booties on tapers. <laughs> Virgin is probably falling asleep. And <laughs> Ozash is also there. <laughs> falling asleep. I, uh, Disappointment <laughs> evident in his eyes. At this point, I don't even have my shield out. I'm just watching in disappointment. I'm just, I'm like, just saying that I'm, just gonna, I'm, I'm waiting for it. I am waiting for you it. You hear a call from the small little bit of almost the path on the southern end of the clearing that you had followed around uh, to lead you here as you saw these tapers. You hear a call out, Hey! And you turn and you see two figures. Uh, two women dressed up in heavy, almost like charred furs. Uh, not a lot of them, but extremely thick ones where they are with a brace of spears uh, each across their back and each of them with spears in hand their faces 
are both marred across by what looks like a huge, jagged burn scar hmm. going from one temple to the opposite jaw. You don't recognize either of them. But as they call out, and the taper kind of spooks a little bit, and all of you sort of look over there. A grin comes across the face of the woman in front. Ha-ha! <laughs> better hunt than expected! As they rush forward with Wait, their who are spears. You? <laughs> I'm going to need you guys to roll me some initiative. Why do you people like this? Yeah. Hmm. I was better prepared than that than I expected. Mm-hmm. They kind of announced their presence before they went in. We're also on edge from taper attack, so we're like, uh. You get like a plus seven to this, right? This side, uh, Hanwi. Uh, Hanwi has a 21. 21? Hanwi's super ready. Ozosh? 11. The man is asleep. <laughs> the man is actually just, I need to make, I made that cut this one is too he tiny. Is still scouting or is he just asleep? He's a scouting. Yeah. So okay, then one. 12. <laughs> uh, Unless you're literally not. If you're like, if you're not scouting, you're not scouting. I mean, like, I mean, 22 if he's scouting. <laughs> Here are two angry hunter tokens in the opening of the clearing. Here, Amka. Oh, uh, if he's scouting, 21. Who wants to go first? Uh, Hanwi is faster. Yeah. yeah. You bought 21, weren't you? I didn't count scouting. Oh, fair enough. Verja. Nine. <laughs> I was falling asleep. Asleep in the trees. Aram. Twenty, because I was watching Hanwi. Why do you stalk her so much? So we have. <laughs> I think he's just a really good friend. We are. We would be. You guys are yeah on the eastern side of the grove. These two hunters have appeared at this little trailhead to the south, where you came around. Probably back here. That would be we'd be in the opening. And I would imagine you're watching Hanwi. And you're babysitting Hunters small child. Both yeah. rolled exactly 15, so they're both going to be right in there. And the tapers, who are also here, oh boy. got a have, 21. Do we have tapers? I have tapers. They're bears, but you can pretend they're tapers. I, I, don't, the I don't have oh. a bestiary, what is it, three? Tom bears. Damn. Oh, these are actually a new creature from <laughs> literally this adventure. So yeah, they don't they have haven't tapered added tapiers before this. Come event. on, they did not. Giant What's tapers wrong? were added by this book. You gotta it's be not kidding even a me, man. Thing. That's weird. Where's the second giant taper? Uh, just kind of behind the other one. They're, they're just sort of more closer to the tree line. I was about to say. Um, Hanwi, you are the first reactor. You have no idea who these people are. Uh, you interact with some other followings occasionally. Your migratory path takes you past some. There are followings with which you trade or with which you're friendly. You meet up for uh, events sometimes. You know, you've got like Thursday trivia night. Uh, <laughs> we always win. You don't recognize these two. Hmm. Um, they're, these like horrible burns across their faces are incredibly distinctive. Looking at first, just like a red stripe of paint almost encountered to yours till you realize that it's like bulbous and warped and scarred. Hmm. Um, and it, the more you look at them, it looks like there are more of these burns kind of across their legs, across their torso. Uh, they have these huge strips of like boiled and charred flesh, their own, um, that they seem to be proudly displaying. Hmm. Ew. Mm. I like our introduction. Re re it's not, I mean, like, it's not unheard of even amongst the broken tusks to to have things like this, to have like intentional scarring um, that is used 
as like a, a free part source of, your of infection. Uh, but not like this. Yeah. That's that's pretty bad. Uh, uh, Var- Varja, Aram, Ozash, um, and Hanu's going to <clears throat> run behind them. <laughs> no. <laughs> None of that. Um, uh, Light of the Moon be with us. Uh, Aram is going to have guidance, and Ozash is going to have guidance. All right, and as you place these two blessings, the tapers, um, well, not really going to be tamed right this exact moment. Uh, they are pretty upset, but they don't know what exactly they're doing, and all of this shouting and this clear charge uh, actually causes this front taper that you've been working with, even though he is much larger, to like shy back uh, a little bit. They do not immediately show any signs of wanting to be engaged. In fact, they are retreating. They spooked. Amka. I'm assuming I can't convince y'all to just leave, right? Uh, I'm not even gonna try. I'm gonna run back here and touch this man's weapon. Nice. Um, and pull out, pull out some ash and just swipe on it. It's like, Sister Cinder will guide your strikes and cast magic weapon on it. Oh, Ooh, yeah. oh boy. Please, ready to watch people get deleted. Please protect me. Okie dokie, Aram. Uh, Aram is gonna move so that he's between them and the tapers a little bit more. I like that. Yeah. Down to kind of the front here. Move up to where uh, Amka and Hami just fell back from. Yeah. And um, he'll look at them and he'll say... We're not eager to get into a life or death battle with you. Um, we have to bring these back alive. Is there any way you could just leave the clearing and that way we don't have to skewer you through a full of arrows? Is that like an option? Please go home. <laughs> you, uh... Uh, and then um, he's going to fire an arrow uh, at one of their feet. Uh, to make it very clear that he could have hit them if he wanted to, um, but that th- he is not going to just skewer one of them through for showing up in a clearing. Okay. Uh, is that is that you? Yep. I'm not just gonna start killing people for no reason. They called me they are. hunts. Um, she, uh, the the front one here rushes forward about ten feet, hoisting this spear up overhand as she does. <laughs> The broken tusk just rolled over and die, and throws it straight at Aram. It's going to be a twenty-five to hit. Uh, that's a normal hit. Yeah, not a crit. Not a crit. And uh, spear catches you for four points of piercing damage. Uh, it's like a little javelin here. And then as she throws it, she reaches back and pulls another one out of the brace she has on her back. Um, That's how you want it. The other one of the hunters in the back holds the spear up overhead two-handed, letting out just a wordless war cry before just sprinting forward. 
Uh, not at Aram, but at whoever is the next closest, which looks like it is... Uh, it's equal distance between the two of us, really. Yeah. Then uh, the one who's closest to the clearing would probably be Ozash. Ozash. These, yep. these are also short spears. Uh, and rushes in trying to convert this momentum from running forward and just do a big two-handed thrust snarl across her face as she tries to just run Ozash through. For uh, an 18. That is an exact hit. And unable to get the drop on you here, unable to get your shield up, you're realizing what the heck's going on. You are also going to take uh, five points of piercing damage. Five? Okay. As she rushes in and kind of catches you. It doesn't like not running you through really, but I mean catches you. It it's more at least punches the wind out of you. It's in spearing. Ha. Ah. Ah, ah. This is why Hanwe will never. Ozash, <laughs> it is now the turn of yours. Oh. oh, you want to play like that, I see. Well, I guess it's time to give you the cold shoulder. Each tray. Does he have puns for all of his spell strikes? Maybe. <laughs> no one likes you. Why wouldn't he have puns for all of his spell That's strength? Fair enough, I he suppose. He raises his axe, and you see Frost emitting off the blade, and he's spell striking Ray of Frost. And a plus one, thanks to Guidance. You guided. Bonk. That's it's crit that time. Is a that natural 20? twenty. Well, yeah, it looks like I see it. Well, I see the so perception logo. This person Woo! is gone. So your axe crit crits and also your ray of frost crits. Yup. It's crit o'clock. Crit o'clock. And for what it matters, that inflicts oh, a ten baby. foot speed bonus. So that's six I think it's times two. Twenty-five foot. Twelve. Speed. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot the put. Mm -hmm. Yep, twelve. Twelve uh, slashy and frosty damage and. There's no way. You get plus four. Oh, plus four. You get okay, strength. So, oh, yeah, right, right, right. There's absolutely sorry, sorry. no chance 12 sorry, is the total sorry. damage. <laughs> it's 20, my Everything bad. there, plus strength and intelligence, 20. then So double. 20 points of combined slashing and oh, sorry, uh, frost damage as you hit... 22, I'm sorry. 22 points. Uh, this X just absolutely obliterates this woman. Her own momentum from running forward just... Fully halted. As, as the axe just kind of slices through her, it like freezes her as it cuts and it just crumbles. Yeah, it just buries into her and drops a frozen corpse on the ground. She is, she's just gone instantly. And then uh, I just look at the other one. You want to What the next? hell? <laughs> you want to be next and raise my shield? You want to be next? I blind you. Verja. <laughs> <laughs> My turn. <laughs> <laughs> Rush forward. Oh, Baseball great. He's bat. a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Permission Here's to bomb. I mean, no. So that's going to be 22. 22 definitely is. <laughs> you get the item bonus too? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. A 23. Because magic weapon. Oh my god. Well, Feast and Famine. And that's a seven. Oh, that's a seven. So, 24. My <laughs> <laughs> what happens? <laughs> Hit her across the chest, knock her back to where we first saw her. Yeah, man. <laughs> There's like a hole in her chest now, apparently. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this, this massive blow bats her all the way back the, uh, the 10 feet <laughs> that she had advanced, <laughs> just launching her back to the trailhead. <laughs> Uh, and in a literal instant, <laughs> I guess, I guess, ah, magic weapon, <laughs> you beautiful, beautiful spell, you. Osash walks up to Virgil. Ah, brother, 
<laughs> that was a good one. Gives him a big old manly hug. Don't nasty, impressed brutish with you today. shorts. I guess, <laughs> I, I guess we weren't going to talk. Don't think there's anything good nah, about didn't this. Look like it. They threw a spear at you, Aram. I, I know. It, um, I just, you, you know me. I don't like hurting people if I don't have to. It's why I never would have done well in Falcon. I think we definitely had to in this case. I, I agree. They did call us prey, so... Did we scare the tapers? Oh, the tapers. The tapers are... Definitely have, like, dashed back out of the clearing. And, I mean, they're pretty large and can't make their way through the thicket incredibly effectively, but you can hear them romping away some, like, 30, 40 feet back in the tree line. Uh, if you go now, you could chase after them. Otherwise, it would just be tracking them once more. Um... Well, we can, they're leaving quite a trail. We can follow them later. Um, these people, I've never seen them before. Hanami's uh, gonna look through their things. Um, maybe they have more of this poison that will help us identify an antidote, or maybe they have something like that. Their things are not a ton. Each of them has this, this very simple fur and leather cladding, a coil of rope um, at the small of their back belted uh, with a small pouch with 20 uh, kind of like thumb-sized, heavy, pointed rocks hmm. uh, and just a simple leather sling uh, wrapped around that. Each of them had the three spears with one in hand, two in the brace, uh, as well as uh, with those bullets, a set of small tinder twigs, which are not magical and I imagine everyone recognizes. It's not like we don't have tinder twigs in the realm of the Mammoth Lords. Uh, Better than I mean, we'll, and steel. I'll, have, I'll take those. Yeah. We'll, we'll take them. Supplies are supplies. One of them does have uh, tucked into her belt a small, well, not really small, but weird trinket. It is a feather, maybe about 10, 12 inches long, hmm. uh, very thickly plumed with a bright, almost like peacock green, hmm. uh, but no eye at the far end. Uh, the quill of the feather, as well as the lower bits of whatever the feathering itself is called, uh, appear to have been dipped and solidified in liquid gold. Hmm. And the whole of the feather itself is almost rigid. Uh, it doesn't, like, wave or it's not soft. It can't easily be brushed around. Oh. It's um, just an odd trinket. We can look at say. that later, I suppose. Um, um, well, the taper, I suppose. I want to do a quick prayer over the bodies, too. It's kind of, I mean, they attacked us, but at the same time, it feels bad. I guess. But as you can look at them much closer now, these scars across their face are extremely vibrant. They mm -hmm. look as if they had just been freshly burned, as if it was a brand that never cooled. Uh, you can tell that uh, even looking at it, one of them was, was literally blind in one eye, or I had just been completely ruined by mm -hmm. this horrible scar uh, that rips across your face. And if anyone wants to make a medicine check, Looking over them, you I can. will <clears throat> do that. Trained only? Um, no, you can do it untrained. This is untrained. This is pretty simple. <laughs> I got a six. I got an 11. I got a plus seven medicine. Well, both of you can... I got the highest. What'd you get? I got a 12. <laughs> <laughs> both of you can tell that these burn scars aren't just one splotch. They're intended to be like three swipes, almost like a claw drawn across their face and mm. were almost definitely applied intentionally. Uh, and you can also tell that they remain so bright because 
it, whatever burnt them. It doesn't look like it was just they rubbed hot coals on their face. Um, there is literally red dye mixed into whatever seared their flesh huh. that Oof. makes it continue looking bright and raw basically forever. Can I, um, can I attempt a religion check for any like traditions locally that we might have heard about or seen? That are even similar to that. You would uh, again. You would know that this kind of like scarification and branding isn't like totally unheard of. There's not any for, like for religious use that you are aware of. Okay. Again, even some of the broken tusks. Yeah. Have a little bit, uh, but like this Saves. is this is awful. This is so bad. One, they're one of us blind in one eye. Yeah. Like this is not. This is. It seems zealous. It seems incredibly zealous. Okay, it definitely cool. seems like something that has. Well, Maybe Grandfather Swen will know something about Maybe. it when we get back. That's a lot of questions. Let's, but either way, papers. Let's papers. try to focus on this. Let me see if maybe following their tracks, maybe we'll be able to find another small grouping of them. They might lead us back to some place where they might congregate. They'll look for water as it gets later in the day. Um, I'm going to try to follow this, but also try to find a source of water to see if I can find a larger grouping of them. Okay. So uh, I guess give me your survival checks once again, Verja and Aram, to attempt to follow after in some time for you to follow the tracks once more of these giant tapers. Giant tapers, the greatest challenge you've been confronted with. (laughs) Two raving barbarians show up, we literally just backhand both of them in one turn and we're like, Tapers, though. <laughs> <laughs> 21. Uh, 21 would allow you to easily follow where they have kind of smashed their way through the undergrowth here, uh, escaping and almost a blind fear running away from this. They're still injured and they can't move particularly quickly, and it's, it's not really much time at all before you find uh, where one of them has just like plopped almost just full sprawl. Uh, down just in between two trees, as Aram had said, near a very small brook that's kind of running through this, um, as the other one is standing there drinking. And uh, as you see them, they see you. And once again. Hi, guys. Uh, <laughs> Hello, friend. We're Hello, the persistence tippers. hunters. But it seems like the one drinking, one flapped, and they've given up on life or whatever it is. Neither of them immediately make any move to escape you. They just continue laying on the floor or drinking. We gonna try this again? Let's try it again. I think I was leading this time. Hello, Tapir, my old friend. You okay. still got some amount of the treats you were able to scavenge, which will give you a plus one uh, to both to your aid and to your regular check. Okay. So hey. your aid. That's a 17 on the die. You get a plus two. So, uh... One from the treats and one from the aid. Okay. Or we could just make that. About the pursuit per date, these oh, freaking papers. That's good. Nice. That's a 22. We did it. We did it! We overcame the papers. <laughs> it only took like what? Paper it friends. Like, it only took like four spent. hours. <laughs> and two murders. And two murders. Four we hours and two the murders last 45 later. IRL minutes doing this. If we had two to. justifiable self-defenses. Thank you. <laughs> they now attacked it's justifiable first. They're coming right for us. See, These I wouldn't have attacked if two tapers... Uh, don't they do seem to be largely like out out of energy here? They have 
run themselves ragged. The poison from these barbs is causing them a great deal of pain. They're not able to get away terribly effectively. They only really went like 100 yards. They didn't get very far. And I feel like an hour of kind of slowly working towards this. The tapers allow you to approach. You get close enough, hands up, you could reach out and touch the biggest piggus. <laughs> I hate you. They're not as soft as you choice. think they would be. They're not. They're pretty sturdy, kind of rubbery. They're like tiny elephants. They're about as snouty. Adorable, though. All right. As you approach, which one are you? Where? Which one are you going for? Where, or where? What are you doing? Probably the one that's splayed out. It's going to be easier to treat their feet. Flat pig. Flat pig will be easier. So flat pig is just sprawled out on the ground here, being flat pig. He just sort of looks at you, and, and I like moves his foot up. His little snoot just kind of wiggling on his forearm, and you can see one of the wooden spikes broken off from this mm-hmm. trap, Aww. embedded like deep. All right, poor baby. Well, then. So Hanui's going to dip her fingers uh, into the mud by the riverbank, and it's going to kind of turn into this light tan plaster that she's going to use. Um, this is called healing plaster, uh, and it lets basically it makes it. I have healing tools now, okay. out of mud. Oh, cool. Power of mud. And I also have natural medicine, so Same. I'm going to try to use that. And I do we have access to fresh ingredients? Because yes. Arm yes, did just give me so fresh herbs. definitely would have access to fresh ingredients. I would say for sure. Cool. Um, so there's nothing but healing them is is one thing, but the problem is that this spine is embedded so deeply in the pads of this taper's foot okay. that before you can really do much of anything, it's going to need to come out. Mm-hmm. And removing it is more. A matter of precision, perhaps, than like medical knowledge. Um, hmm. Like thievery would definitely work here, honestly. Survival, or even like nature, to to understand how to like calm this taper while you do it is going to be more useful than like actual practical medicine okay. skill here because you have a wild animal that you're trying to extract a four inch spike out of. So survival would be fine. I can survival, survival would be great. Um, and I would let you use your healing plaster herbalist fresh herb thing with the survival because okay. it is still definitely going to help you here. So natural medicine would work with the bonus with natural medicine. Do natural medicine with survival anyway, don't you? Huh? Don't no, you, you, do you natural, natural medicine? medicine. No, 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 no. Natural medicine is a skill feat that lets you use nature to treat wounds. You can use nature for this. Because okay. calming the taper is as important as getting the thing out. Okay. Uh, do I get natural medicine bonus? Because that's. I would give you natural medicine bonus. Okay. For the yeah, fresh Definitely get natural medicine. And uh, last question, I promise. Can I cast guidance on myself? Because this is kind of a get the thing out. This Actually, is this is short enough. I'll let you guidance. Oh, awesome. I was gonna say I I am trained in nature. I could assist. I can assist as well. I think we're all trained. I think we're all trained in nature. Yeah. Trained in medicine. There are two tapers. Yeah. There are two tapers. I, do they both have thorny toes? They both have thorny yeah. toes. Okay. That's I'm why they do sad. the natural uh, medicine uh, thing on the uh, other I'll, I'll help Hanwe. Um, yeah. Okay. But um, I will help. Why don't you just um, watch? Because I, I, I have a lot going on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just moral support. Also, the bonuses don't stack. So. Yeah. Taper, this isn't going to feel good. The other taper down. While Amka pulls the thorn out. Yes, Rassle. that way it doesn't bite me. I'll wrestle. Yeah. I'll wrestle it. Alright. Um, okay, well I guess we'll start with Hanwe. Okay. So just give me your nature check. So nature is normally a plus seven. Natural ingredient gets me plus two, which goes to plus nine, and guidance makes this a plus ten. 
Guidance is not circumstance. Guidance is status. Guidance is status. Neat. Okay. Mm. It's yummy. 21. Uh, the 21. With almost the, like a quick motion, this this snare, as you, as you see from the trap, it is not just a raw spike. It is, it is barbed. Mm. Um, but buried in the path of foot as it is, you're able almost to, like, in a single twist, slide it out without tearing the taper's foot any further. Um, you were gonna... Assist. You guys, if you guys are both, like, physically aiding, I would let you both nature aid Amka here, Ozash and nice. Virgil, because it's like a hold-the-down pig. Yeah. It's a very large pig. I get the same bonus as he does. Biggest pig. Let him roll the dice. I, know. I didn't make it worse, I don't think. <laughs> I just want to use it too. 23. Okay. You don't get anything, but you have moral support. Yeah, that's because all I need. You have because I'm very nervous. Suppression getting it. Yeah. And I'm going to roll over here. Maybe. It's an 11 on the oh. die. That's nice. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay. So you, uh, just about as well as Verja knows that you're holding this taper down, managed to get a pair of of these like looking into the taper's yeah. eyes and I just kind of suddenly look away to divert its attention and just rip it out when it looks away and you hear it squeal and it jumps up throwing Ozash and Verja off <laughs> and like just kind of jumps and bucks around a little bit like touching its feet and almost just like patting the ground and then it turns backs up Bite you and charge. <laughs> oh no! Oh, fine. This is fine. Does <laughs> you too? Arm is trying so hard Large not to lose it. Go in the way. It charges up and knocks Amka over, just with its forehead. Not so much slamming Amka, but like pushing Long. her down to the ground and just like nuzzling. Oh. Oh, like I said, they're oh, very, false very cute. <laughs> He's a very happy lad. I'd be very happy too. Look at those boys. The other one that is plopped on the ground, <laughs> like it obviously jerks as you pull the thing out and kind of like pulls itself up and does like really tiny, like almost kind of comical steps. And it just sort of looks at you confused. <laughs> What happened? <laughs> but uh, it seems that you have made some little taper friends here. Yay! Why don't you two come back we with did us? It. it only took a thousand years. Oh <laughs> my god. Now we get to name them. It's really, really safe. <laughs> I would like to go back to the fight that happened. That was, oh, we're dealing with tapers, dead. Oh, we're dealing with tapers. Anyway. The combats take 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and the skill checks take almost no time. It also helps when you crit things. Or when you crit. Yeah. <laughs> really, spell strike is magic weapon. Yeah. yeah. Spell strike it, it is does make pretty, it magic. Spell strike do be slapping pretty hard. <laughs> Magus crits, they, they bonk pretty good. Mm -hmm. Critting two thing is, yeah, is two I, I, thing. I mistook the math, and I was like, oh, wow, this is way better than I thought. Yeah, Magus <laughs> blows stuff up. It's pretty angry. Um, but these new tapers do seem like they are very much willing to follow with you. That's after they seem to have realized they, they may not fully understand exactly what's happened, but they let you come up and now their feet don't hurt no more. Mm -hmm. So we've been trying to do this the entire we've time. We've been trying to do this for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> 
And we have food for them. And they have food. You have some very happy little taper boys. Mm, mm, mm. Happy big tapers. Uh, very happy big taper mm, boys. Mm, mm. Uh, unless there is something else you would want to stay for, nope. the group of you could then fairly easily lead your new excited elephant friends. Maybe if we stick around, more random barbarians will show up. You can blow them up, too, and move on with your life. Back out of the grove and towards the camp. Step one. Amka and Hanwi shriek in terror and run behind you guys. They charge in confidently, and then everyone else just murders them. Pretty it's much. perfect. It's called the bait and switch. Disguise. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely the, the bait and switch. No, it's not disguise at all. We're generally terrified. Hanwi? Ha I died to a tapir. I... I got a little bit of a spear scratch. I didn't want to waste oh. magic on it at the time, uh, but would course. you mind? Not I, I can take no, it. No, 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 Hanwi. <laughs> well, if you want to. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. I, I'd really I rather that. you. No, I no, will beat will be you. <laughs> <laughs> Get a, you big lug. <laughs> What's wrong? I can take care of it. I'm going to bite you. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the Arm and Verges show, <laughs> we are humans. Um, the group of you, I uh, imagine you could use some check. small amount of healing if you wanted to, but you would have no trouble. Uh, a nine-year-old girl could easily make the, the walk back to camp with this girl. Oh, a nine-year-old so girl could easily that. tame two tapers. Yeah, Emek would have done this that. in 30 minutes. Yeah. I don't know what took you she guys She would have walked so up and they would have been friends immediately. And that would absolutely be the question as you approach the camp. And, uh, I mean, you two tapers are pretty obvious. Uh, Emek would actually rush over to meet you uh, at the edge of the camp. A giant smile on her face looking at these two biggest piggas. This one's blue. And she uh, walks up one of them, kind of like staggers away a little bit, and the other one just takes his big old snout and just pokes her in the face with it, <laughs> snooting. And she's like, oh, I love him. What took so long? Oh, uh, um, we're really are bad. You okay? at we ran into some uh, interference. Yeah, we got attacked by some people in the and forest. You probably shouldn't go in there alone until we figure out what's going on. It's very dangerous. And it turns out putting to practice what you told us was very, very hard. We it tried like two. four times. Well, we got it only, eventually. Were there only two tapers? You only got. You were gone for like four hours. I thought you were gonna have a whole herd. I thought you'd come back with like twenty of them. Oh, one of them bit me. Well, they were. Well, yeah, Uncle almost died. They were also poisoned. They're poisoned. They were traps. And she looks down. She's like, "Oh, I can see from his step they had something stubbed into their pads." Oh, was this? Well, it looks kind of like our hunting snares, but it's not our hunting snares. No, there and, uh, was poison on it. Here, I kept some of the... Well, I don't want it. I don't no, know No, I'm not going to give it to you. I'm just saying I, I kept... a child. We should talk to Grandfather. <laughs> Here, Smith. child, would you like this poison? <laughs> <laughs> You're so competent with animals. You could probably be trusted with poisonous barbs. I, uh... Um... Oh, you should probably take it to Ergola. She was trying to find you. I think she was... Oh... I don't think these were our snares. She was trying to find you for something about snares, though. She wanted to help with the tapers, but uh, you were already gone. Ah, there it is. Anyways, we can entrust the tapers to you. Oh, of course, yeah, I love them. All right, oh, you got some so new friends. Wiggly. This one's nose is so wiggly. And uh, he's still just like snooting across her face and everything. And she is like a nine-year-old girl and is about this high. Uh, <laughs> very <laughs> excited. That one likes a nuzzle. Oh, they both like the nuzzle. They're so friendly. I love tapers. 
Um, <laughs> leaving the group of you to take your exit while you have the opportunity and the child is distracted. Tending <laughs> to camp. Uh, the child two new puppies. <laughs> two new sacrificial puppies. Seven foot tall giant elephant puppies with snoots. <laughs> uh, heading back into camp. Uh, if you were to look for Ergola, uh, she would be a little off to the side past the bonfire, uh, off next to the, uh, kind of in between the otter and the muskox tents, uh, where she has a large assortment of bits of woven reeds and cords and small sharp bits of things and a few little sprigs of and flowers of various plants. And uh, she looks over to group you, ah! Uh, Emek told me I missed you. But is our new cousin here yet? Nope. I see he's or she has not made their appearance yet. <laughs> Valuable her observation. Hands on her, her, her stomach. Uh, I. Uh, no, not 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 so yet. Uh, maybe if Sister Cinder sees right to it, uh, we'll be blessed to, uh, her with her birth on the night of the Green Moon. That would That's be... what I'm hoping. I. I don't put too much stock in it uh, myself necessarily, but it would certainly be an omen if the gods wish to shine it uh, shine it upon us. So they do. Uh, I'd hope to find you before you left because I uh, I knew what you were going for. I heard from Sven that you were going to go find a herd of tapers, and mm-hmm. I'd hoped to uh, help you with snare crafting. Uh, regardless, it is a useful skill. These uh, traps are a powerful tool in a scout's arsenal. I love snares. You've you've taught me a couple, but not uh, n- not as um, many as I I hope to learn from you. Well, we can all work together on putting something together. Then, are you forgetting something? Well, we were going to. I was looking for a, a break in the conversation, but while we were out in the woods, um, two hunters that I've never seen before came and attacked us. Uh, they had terrible burns over their faces and bodies. Um, and seemed to know of the broken tusks and not like us very much. I would say hate. We were supposed to take Barthen. No, we were no. supposed to take Barthen. Barthen comes to get the water. Just the water? Just That's the water. Imagine coming back and, ah, we were supposed to bring Barthen. Dang it, I knew we were forgetting something. <laughs> ah, <laughs> man, well, it's too late now. He oh, can well. only be well. trusted to carry water. That's all we can trust him to do anyways. I, I don't know their... Aren't really any other followings that travel out towards Rockloom. It is. Mm. They seemed very distinctive. Perhaps Grandfather Sven would be able to recognize their markings. He's been around a very long time. Uh, maybe. I, I would certainly speak to him. That is uh, worrisome news to be certain. Mm. They seem quite hostile. You. We shouldn't wander alone in the woods until we know more about them. Well, the good news is at this point, I don't think I'm too set to be wandering alone much of anywhere. Well, oh, at least not until all. this child finally sees fit to bless us with his presence. You finally Maybe decided it's... to stop going off into the wilderness? You let us out not a week ago. Oh, well, I had all of you, didn't I? That's true. You could handle a moose, a bull one at that, in heat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it was in heat? I don't, think, bull, I don't think the bull, bull mooses, mooses get in heat. It's a oh, joke yeah. about this wonderful call from oh. Verge here. He practices it at night. I hear him. <laughs> Moo. <laughs> it's apparently very effective. That helps. Uh, well, well, the only thing he knows how to attract. And if you are not too tired from the day's adventures, there are still a few hours of sunlight left. If you're going to be uh, the I Broken Tusk's the new crop of scouts, the then you're going to need this. 
could give you the edge against something much larger than you, like a moose or something even worse. Well, I've never been very good with putting my hands together uh, in making things, but I'll be willing to pay attention. Show me, yeah. You never yeah. know what situation will call for it. Here. Um, and she motions to the pile of supplies that she has and starts pointing out some different things and explaining <clears throat> how to put together a set of three different snares. Um, one of them is almost an automated version of what you used on the moose earlier. It is simply a small, uh, little like bark basket of sharp, whittled, pointy bits of wood and bone, uh, almost just like a bucket of caltrops uh, that is attached to a trigger that just sort of pops it all over the ground around it. Hmm. A second is like this, I, I, this barely counts. This meets the legal definition of a trap. It is a called a battering snare, and it is quite literally the thing where you pull a branch back and then you let go and it whacks something in the face. Uh, but you you do that, but more effectively, you use a, a bigger, larger branch um, with a specific type of wood that's able to bend very well, and you attach it almost in a U shape to the ground hmm. uh, to a wire that snaps and breaks the holding cause it to flip up and whack huh. uh, like an arcing slap down on whatever's in front of it. And the third... It's a Looney Tunes. Is relatively straightforward. It is this similar version of what you found out. The Taper Grove is a poison barb snare. Uh, it is simply taking a bunch of small little wooden, uh, or wooden spokes and uh, poisoning their tips and a uh, uh, affixing them to an array that is stable enough to handle large animals like a moose or something even bigger, trampling across it without just scattering to the winds, holding the pointy bit upright. Um, any of you can attempt to make any one of these snares with the supplies that Ergola has assembled. Hmm. Uh, you don't need the snare crafting feat or anything like that. Uh, Ergola's guidance will serve as the feat for that, uh, that's its purposes for right now. Oh. So, Does who it... wants to make a snare? I'll make a snare. Sure, I'll make one. Ozash, what kind of snare do you want to make? I think um, Ozash is a very simple man. He's probably going to do the uh, the branch one. I'll make the battering snare. I'll make the whacking branch. I love just whacking branch. Is that actually what it's called? It's called battering snare. But oh, whacking branch, whacking is, branch is better. It's way better. I, like and I love branch. it. Um, go ahead and make me a crafting check, sir. We're good at these. He's actually good at these. He should. Oh, be. I'm actually He's, trained in crafting. You're in character. You should I was, be. I was about to say I'm definitely trained in crafting. I didn't even realize it. Whoosh. I know. Oh. uh... Trained does not equate to good. Yeah, no. this is true. Uh, one. Nine. Uh, well, the nine, you're trying to put this together, uh, but you have a lot of difficulty trying to get enough tension to hold this branch into position with enough force to be like damaging to a large creature while the trigger is something sensitive it, enough. For Ozosh, uh, it's not so much the strength problem because clearly strength is his strong Well, that's too. not your strength. This is but just, it's uh, his... his the dexterity of his fingers of trying to get at the thread. Do, do I twist it this way or do, no, this way? 
No, this way. And it kind of smacks him in the face a couple of times after a failed couple of times. That was like critically fell, so you could kind of like hilariously whacked a few times. That wasn't a force to like hurt you at all. Not even it triggering it. He's hitting himself with it. <laughs> all right, Avka, what do you want to build? I want to build. I love that we have macaroni art craft time. <laughs> this is an actual written section of the campaign. What do you want to make today, Avka? Let's see, I like the one that explodes the caltrops because okay. that's it's the, just called a caltrop snare. It's because that simple. stopped the bull moose from charging. Did very yeah. good. It's caltrops. Crafting. I got a twelve. Uh, with a twelve, your difficulty is that like the weight of all of the caltrops in this bucket is too much. Like your thing pops open, they just kind of like one jack falls out of the pile onto the ground. They don't just <laughs> across the ground like they're supposed to. That's progress. <laughs> Who else wants to try to make some snares? Uh, Aram. I know, it just occurs to me, I have to go tell Grandfather Sven about those guys we found. You all have a lot of fun. I'm going to just, I, I could just see myself catching my fingers. Hanwi, these. these are important skills for a scouts. Hanwi. I know you, you will not. You cannot rely on your magic in all situations. You no would magic. Be surprised. No well of magic is infinite. Hanwi, why don't you come help me first, and then Besides, once you see a good one that's done, then you can try to make Han one yourself. Hanwi, okay. and the magic yeah, one I'll, that's done. Just, just tell me where to put my fingers. I guess magic cannot watch you while you sleep. On my shoulder. And that's also, not true. Also, you learn a lot by doing things that aren't relative. You think of new ways to do the things you already know how to do. Come on, I'll show you. We'll build the same snare that was used to catch the animals today, the poison one. I don't like those snares. I don't like them either, but you should know about- They are effective. The poison uh, is enough to slow a beast down, uh, allowing scouts and hunters to catch up more easily, uh, allowing you to catch after as the animal escapes, who may know the terrain and be able to navigate it much more effectively than we can. Uh, well, but right, it just... is not strong enough to taint the meats to ruin the kill or the supplies you would get from it. Well, I guess I guess I'll 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 work with you. You show me what to do. Okay. All right. So we're gonna take this now. Remember to keep the pointy bits away from your the pads of your fingers. It's not good. So we're just gonna use this little bit of twine and we're gonna wrap it around here, just like you saw around the tree. And just be careful, okay? Give, so, give me your crap. Oh, you're trying to assist? Okay. That's what I'm assuming this is. Okay, yeah, give me your assist. I get an 11. Not negative. I can Five follow instructions. <laughs> can you fly. can follow the Lego manual. Hmm. I got a 10. How am I doing better? <laughs> <laughs> Did I do it wrong? We are not good at this. Verja. We'll make everyone proud. Do you? Well, we can't. All, we can't roll higher than a three. Ball. I did not expect literally everybody to fail, but I guess that's how level one works. You want to roll a three? What are you making? Caltrops bomb. Caltrops bomb. Mm -hmm. Caltrops bomb. Show me how to do it. My horn got caught in the other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me eleven. <laughs> that's the exact same as me. <laughs> the five of you. <laughs> the five. Work. Did I ever mention that I actually do know magic that can guard us while we sleep? To try to put together Wait, he still has his a setup role. of four <laughs> traps. None of them work <laughs> after your first 10 minutes of effort. It is 
Can, can we try again? You can try again. Do we have to None try of you critically failed. So I mean, hey. I messed up, actually. Uh, and she she points down. You see, you're focused too much on the trigger and not enough on the actual Better. mechanism here. It needs to be able to pop up with enough force to scatter the spikes across an area okay. so that the hooves don't have to land directly on the trap for them to be injured. Mm. And... Uh, Verja, yours, you have made your canister too tight. Your your bark, you have uh, attached it all very well, but too well. It should uh, pop outward. It should lose its form as the trap is triggered. Uh, Verja, uh, Ozash, yeah. sorry. It is Verja again. <laughs> There's a lot. Verja, well, very big, I, I, could, I could go on about how much you suck for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it is difficult to put so much weight of the snare back on the trigger itself because the trigger is not strong enough to hold all of the weight. It can loop back into itself. It is only must be enough that it can break free that is attached to the actual trigger, to the wire itself. Also, if I try it like this instead, maybe it's a wood. 21. <laughs> already rolled. Doesn't even wait for it. Arms in the back. She's like, I can do this. <laughs> I can do this. Like, you know. I've already seen this stupid thing before today. Oh, I just, 21. I was just too busy focusing you on Hanway's fingers. Get it she woven was together me. without Hanway distracting you. Hanway's actually not there. You, Hanway's just left. She's gone. She's, out. Boom, see you, bye. Like you actually see like um, rabbit tracks and just, she's gone. <laughs> you have managed to array a ring of these small glistening barbs just kind of permanently moist in the light of the setting sun uh, that would snap an anchor into the foot of an animal <laughs> passing by. Okay. You have done it. We made a snare. Woo! Uh, with my roll, for a second time taking the advice in hand, uh, 16. 16 will do it. Ozosh manages to get the trigger figured out and assembles a battering <sighs> snare. It took only Maybe a few smacks in the face. Too many caltrops in it. It was too heavy. That's all that was. I put less caltrops in it. It's like one. <laughs> There's one caltrop. <laughs> <laughs> What's the total? Five. Uh, five will critically uh -huh. fail. Uh, so as you attempt to put oh, this together, if <laughs> you, you throw it down and look at it, it goes off. <laughs> Nothing happens. It pops. The one caltrop fall like it flies up and just hits you in the face. You take one oh. point of piercing damage. Oh, poor. And it kind of like sticks in your cheek. And uh, you do, you do with that, you have ruined enough wood that you don't I, have enough to try to remake I it again. don't think I should be trying to do snares. Well, but this is an equally valuable lesson. It is. Not? I've learned a you lot. We <laughs> should not stand directly over the traps. <laughs> I have the respect for them as an important part of the hunt as well, whether they are yours or lain by your friends. This I don't bad. go near traps. She just kind of reaches up the huge cheek. There's just a little bit of blood and just sort of wipes it off. It is okay. We each learn our own lessons in time, right? Besides, your blessings are sister cinders. You guide us in a different way. <sighs> I just want to be more useful. You are useful, Persia. Anka. 16. Success! Success! You made a working caltrip canister. Yeah. So we have one of each. You have managed to make a caltrip canister. You have managed to make a poison barb snare. You have managed to make a battering snare. And, uh... I still like whacking As you finish better. these ergolic kind of gestures, these set up in the space between these tents here. And besides, there is an equally valuable lesson to be learned 
from just such incidents. Uh, in fact, I would, invite all, I would invite all three of you, you try your hand at the very same. Trigger your, uh, trigger your own traps. Attempt to avoid their effects. Learn to think as the prey you stalk. I'm gonna step the heck <laughs> away from is, like, him. On the ground. It's, it's got like I have a... now dropped it and it activates. <laughs> Make a reflex. I'm staying. I st I, the second she said that, I started running away Fresh from him. just throws it on the floor. Ozosh just and has I threw the, it on the ground. That's actually an acrobatics check. Oh, nice. I rolled a 19 on the die. Solid. So acrobatics check? Acrobatics. 20. So with a 20, as these kind of burst and dance around you, uh, you are able to avoid all of these little spidey things <laughs> shooting up at you. And to everyone's surprise, Verge is completely unharmed. Sister Cinder favors the stupid. Let's see you avoid the poison. I'm not going to. Says run across it quickly. Uh, dance through its path. Try to keep your feet safe. Can avoid um, the spikes if you're careful. He will uh, kind of. Uh, Hanwi's actually made him do this a whole bunch of times because she's. Uh, Run he's through poison snares. <laughs> no, uh, flit Show and dance. Show your devotion to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is an abusive relationship. <laughs> no, she's shown him how to flit and dance through stuff to try to avoid traps. Ah, like poisonous spikes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Make me yours is in fact a reflex. I feel our relationship has been misinterpreted. <laughs> Very. Maybe a little. Uh, 25. 25 will critically succeed. And uh, knowing exactly where the spires, by exactly, knowing exactly where the spires are in your trap, you are able to quickly flit across it. Um, your foot breaking through to support to the trap and casting it aside without actually hitting any of the spikes. Ozash! Don't get smacked. Step on wire, make <clears throat> reflex save. Well, unfortunately, the cost of my size comes at my speed, so... Um, don't give me that. I passed with a plus one. <laughs> Two coppers. Week of rations. Fifteen. That exactly succeeds, so you'll take half. Woo. Hey, Which hey. is four, as it just kind of grazes you for four points oh. of bludgeoning damage. Well, um, as you try to duck through it. Not bad. I mean, to be fair, I got used to hit, getting hit in the face by this thing, so it's yeah. nothing. At least you were able to make a trap. <laughs> I think it is uh, everything that we have gotten here today is valuable knowledge. Uh, things will be useful in the hunt. Knowing the effects of our traps helps us understand where is the most effective place to build them. Here. And uh, she picks up three little like thumb-sized kind of green and black stones. One face of them, uh, almost perfectly smooth with about like a thumb-sized divot and the rest of it rough and raw rock. Uh, handing one of them to each of the three of you that braved your own traps. <laughs> I braved my own trap. <laughs> Just like a Boy Your trap badge. is the prison of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, these are um, like Boy Scout badges. They are. I, it, it's like a little thing that you can do. Like, it fits really well into your hand. Your thumb sits in it. It's just smooth and nice. They are bits of malachite. They were too small to use for anything practical. Uh, <laughs> beyond just simple worry stones. But I figured they're, Hugh, uh, an appropriate gift for your they're beautiful. upcoming Green Moon Festival. Thank you. Much appreciated. Thank you. Now, Twins. Uh, That's why you're so big. 
You think? I think so. It would not be the first time. Where's <laughs> Panwaku? <laughs> she looks around. I I suppose. I bet they're boys too. You think? You bet it's not just boys, but two of them. That's right. Those are long odds. I think that that's exactly what it is. There are many gambling men closer to the inner sea who would gladly take bets against you, Aram. I don't know. But uh, you, I know, will make wonderful scouts. Uh, My duties will, I'm afraid, fully consume me once my child is born, but... I have faith in you. Oh, you have all learned well. You brought down a moose with no assistance outside of that of you and your friends and Hanwe, wherever she got to. She went that way. She went to go see her father's feet. <laughs> she really ran like her like skirt snares. had caught fire. I think she's afraid of failing. I think everyone is. At least to some extent. And honestly, that is part of why I have you do this task. Not only do you get to learn the useful art of trap making, but... You can grapple with something that is outside of your normal recourse. To work with something you are unfamiliar with, to learn. And even in failure, we learn. I don't think any less of you, Um, Namcoden. Because you can't tie some sticks together. This is one of a great many skills. I am sure all of your friends here would fail equally spectacularly at trying to conjure Sister Cinder's blessings and raw magic if that were the task. I'm sure they could try if they put their minds to it. You're also so much more graceful. She picks up another small one of the worry stones and and hands it out to you. Here. Thank you. Participation. What matters is the attempt. It is not about (laughs) succeeding. It is about trying. You can tell Hanwe that when you find yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. Um, I will make sure she put my hand on her no, stomach. No, no, like, no, no. Hopefully it'll Something be quick breaks. and soon. <laughs> I don't know. Don't worry. I'm Harik hoping. tells me horrible, horrible stories about me and Panwaku. So if it is two boys, I can't even begin to imagine. I'm thinking it's just one girl. She is going to be a very big girl. <laughs> Very healthy. Uh, very healthy. And I am hope to be by your side when she comes. Yeah. All right, let's go find Hanwe. You have much more to do in the coming days, do you not? The sun will be I'm... setting before long. Get food. You have been out all day taming wild beasts. Well, rest and eat. I got bit, by the way. I can you know, see that, actually. Large it is quite apparent in your, uh, your leathers here. Yeah. You might want to have that tended to. It like was fun, point, though. I would like to point I'm out. I'm sure Emek would love to hear the story. You got bit one time and passed out. Like, there's just this one bite mark in your armor, and you were unconscious. I am slain! Yeah. <laughs> I am slain! I mean, to be fair, it bit, shook you, and threw you, you into the air. It wasn't like, it was like a chomp. Like, it was a good old-fashioned, yeah, like, chomp. You got bulldog bite. Telling the story of the bite. The bite I received was so bad. What year is it in the calendar? That's that's Uh, that's a verb now. Forty-seven twenty-two. Forty-seven twenty-two. The bite of forty-seven (laughs) twenty-two. Meanwhile, (laughs) Hanley has made her way into the camp to go find Grandfather Iowa. 
Sven. who, uh, what? Sven. Oh, Grandfather Sven. Grandfather Sven. Sven, sorry. I've got a new list of Patreon names to put in my brain goodly. See, my stakes. You should is... try writing them down. It's super useful. I have useful. them all written down. They're in you front of me twice. It's here in my notes. <laughs> yeah. Grandfather you made a Sven. Down. As, uh, <laughs> he. Oh, yeah, you kind of need that. He rests on the far side of the camp uh, behind the Falcon House tent. Uh, actually sat at a small campfire with his whole uh, mammoth that is kind of keeled down next to him. He has one, hide, uh, one hand up on the mammoth's shoulder. And he turns as you approach. It's still the light of the sun is bright. The sun has not begun to set yet. Uh, but the fire keeps the area warm more than bright. Ah. Welcome, Hanwi. Grandfather Sven, um, a word if you would. Um, and um, she's going to like crouch down um, in deference, um, keeping distance. Um, she's always treated him this way ever since he allowed her to stay after being brought in uh, from the snow. Um, we were out, when we were out taming the taper, we were assaulted by a pair of hunters um, that I've never seen before. Um, their faces were badly burned and scarred uh, with red, red dye almost mixed in with the burns. Um, but their bodies too. Uh, I've never seen such intense scarification. They seemed to know of the broken tusk um, and attacked us on sight. Um, no, regrettably, Arugula didn't know anything about them, but mm. maybe. Have you heard of anything? Do we have enemies in this area? Well, put, I suppose, rather plainly, any who traveled through these lands would most likely be familiar with our following. Our presence is far from subtle, and Rockloom is one of our most sacred sites, and certainly one of our only permanent ones. As far as those who would seek to do us harm, I would not trouble your mind about it, Hanwi. Uh, you seem to be in good health and spirits, which tells me that all of your friends with you fared fine as well. They were bested easily, actually. That you had to strength the strength to strike them down is the blessing of Sister Cinder. If their bodies were marred as severely by burns as you say, and perhaps equally her curse that they bore. Hmm. I should ask Amka about that. Perhaps these were simple opportunists. There are those throughout our lands and throughout our paths that we would rather not deal or speak of. Uh, they belong to no following, hmm. no proper one anyway. Simply pillagers and opportunists that travel the waste for ill-gotten spoils, hoping to subsist, not from their own strength or the gift of the land, but from that they can pilfer from those stronger than themselves. So they are like scavenging animals then? Very much so. And like scavengers, it seems you handily dispatched them. If they were so weak as to have to come after those who have already gathered nature's bounty, then they're not fit to gather it themselves. I suppose it makes sense. 
and I imagine this is why they kept themselves far from the outskirts of our camp proper. Hmm. Uh, if they were a part of some greater following with the strength to do anything against the Broken Tusks, you would have seen them here, not in some distant grove a near hour's travel away. If your judgment is that, that's all we have to think about it. Uh, uh, thank you. I wanted to make sure you knew, though. No, do not mistake my words, Anui. I appreciate you bringing this knowledge to me. Uh, it is something that I and the rest of the heads of the houses can ponder. Uh, something worth thinking on, to be sure. We will keep our guard up on our other tasks. One of which is to scout and secure the site at Rockloom. Probably be wise to do that next before we carry water there. Yeah, well, the water will be brought back here for now. Hmm. Uh, delivered from the Gornok River to be used in our preparatory rituals more than at the site itself. I understand. Uh, if Rockloom itself stands proud and true, then I do not think there is any greater plot to fear. Surely even scavengers could have taken abandoned stones to the torch if they wished to cause us harm. Hmm. Perhaps we should... I will bring your words to the rest. Perhaps we should examine Rockloom and make sure all is as it should be. Thank you, Nanui. So, aside from this, I take it your journeys were successful. Indeed. Um, the, the taper were wounded by snares um, and took some time to calm down but we brought them back. Uh, they may simply have been hunters from adjoining lands, nomads like ourselves. Uh, perhaps they placed some claim to the tapers and were offended by your interference. We could muse on this for moons and moons, but again, I would put it from your mind. As you say. Your night crests soon. We'll Think on that. We'll be ready for it. And thank you again for everything. Of course. You will make a fine scout, Hanui. Never for a moment have I regretted or even doubted your admission into our following. Your words warm my heart. Thank you. And uh, the, even his mammoth kind of like turns its head over your direction. Uh, one of his tusks capped with this large kind of scrimshod brass and wooden twisting uh, cap hmm. that just sits upon one spire uh, the rim of it carved to be a circle of humanoid figures standing up their arms all outstretched supporting the actual metal cap itself which is emblazoned uh, with a smaller curving face of a mammoth uh, its tusks almost conjoining around the back of this cap itself placed on the mammoth's tusk hmm. Hanu will bow to the mammoth uh, as well uh, as she takes her leave and as you head back into the camp I imagine not not too far away from the time that the rest of your friends finish up with their adventures and snare crafting for the evening we have to go find Grumpy Pants now. Snarecrafting 101. Snarecrafting 101. Do we get snarecrafting? You 
Uh, before you go, Urgula does not give you snare crafting for free, uh, but would give you the raw supplies uh, to craft one of each of those three snares. Uh, though without her oversight, you would need the snare crafting feat to be able to put them together yourself. Hmm. Um, with That's that, though, you would, you would retire to an evening's meal, a night's rest, and the following morning with a pilgrimage to the holy site at Rockloom, it sounds like, ahead of you. With Grumpy Pants. Grumpy Pants is coming for the water. Grumpy Pants is coming for water. We, no. if, if we do yeah. this, if we do the, uh, the the holy site first, we that's one less day. Oh, yes, we can one push less day with Grumpy Pants. And it is, handle him once a week. Gotta wait for Sunday to roll over. It is, <laughs> here, I think we will end our first session of the Woo! quest we alive, for the frozen sons. flame. Nobody died to a moose. We are alive. We only spent an entire actual hour trying to tame tapers Almost and five died. seconds just backhanding random barbarians <laughs> and back to trying to tame tapers. To died fair, to a tapir. We have two early game angry. damage dealers. Yeah, what do you expect? You had, and you had magic weapon and a magus crit, so that's just like, and you are gone. <laughs> <laughs> the barbarian first. with magic weapon has hit you. You died. Imagine Magus Fortunati. At any point in the game. Um, <laughs> do you want to put those minis there on the far end of the table yeah, uh, before table cam here so we can just show them all off one more time? These things are beautiful. God, they're so beautiful. They're fantastic. They're An so excellent great. paint job from Hanwi here. Oh, thank you. Thank and you. Uh, scoot a little bit towards Hanwi. And. Fantastic new resin miniatures from Eldritch Foundry. Oh and my god, they're so gorgeous. That destroyed. was me. Figures. <laughs> what a shock. It's you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for our premiere, everyone. We hope you enjoyed. Um, there is a lot of things coming in the future for our fine new scouts and the Broken Tusk following. So many. I'm sure everyone is going to continue to be happy and just live a nice, wonderful life. And we broken will never well, see those other people Quest again. Quest of the Frozen it, Flame is just, you know, a slice of life anime. Yeah, mm -hmm. it turns out we North. have a lot of healing. Like, we have a lot of secret healing. We're just going to have a great time. Yeah, no one's yep. going to die. We have a Everything's going to be too. wonderful. I mean, like, gosh, Hanwi. spells, natural healing, natural Join healing, us healing, next week. I don't have any Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific for everything definitely continuing to just go happily as planned and being great. Maybe and we'll make more animal friends. Maybe we'll make more animal God, friends. God, I love animal Fight friends. Me. We'll make a lot of animal friends throughout this campaign, probably. A lot of that going <laughs> yeah, on. I want a mammoth. I want a pretty... Everyone wants a mammoth. I want That's what being a mammoth lord is. I want a pretty like, white horse. I want a giant Turn into a mammoth. Tortoise. Turn into pretty a mammoth. Give me some horse. levels I can get there. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your weekends. You can't just say give me some levels. Everyone lived. I guess you Woo. can. Barely. Bye.